0: All right, look, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 150. Yes, sir. 150 weeks. We halfway to 300. It's a milestone for sure. for sure. 100. Yeah. I told you, it's a big deal. It's, it's, it's a bigger deal than just, I should have got the 150 balloons like like I did for 100. Nah. 150 is a, well, you're 150 right. Maybe is not. cool, but. 200. Yeah. Yeah. I think 100, uh, 100 episodes was a milestone because it was. Aren't you a Celebrate Your Small wins guy? I am. What happened? Can't make your... You, people make their L's uppercase and make their W's lowercase. Yeah, uppercase them W's. That's we'll what Uppercase I'm. this one. 150. Holler at us. Okay, yeah. Right? And that's what we supposed to be doing. Terrell said he wanted to reflect. So, go on, Terrell. Nah, yeah. It's just like, uh... I guess, shit. What did I want to say? I really wanted to just say, that like... For us to go... Because it's, it's really been, at this point, coming up on three years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Once we hit, what? 150... Oh, cause it's. I think once we hit like hundred and sixty or so, then we know we gonna have like three years of episodes yeah. based on weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, we have been doing this shit for a long time. Pandemic born, pandemic started born. shit in the pandemic. Now, nah, yeah, a lot of and a lot of businesses and opportunities started in the pandemic. A lot of podcasts too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I got friend. I, you know, my boy Don Cell, Generation Typo, He started that shit during the pandemic. Now, nah, one hundred. A lot of shit was born from when we we was just sitting in the house and had nothing else to do. I think. We've done a hundred and fifty straight weeks of Fridays, but like I was telling her, it's time for us to maybe do like some bonus shit. You know. Nah, yeah, we were just talking about that off uh off cam. Or maybe like a maybe a guest or something like that, but like a you know nothing. Nah, afraid, yeah, you know, start switching it up a little bit for sure. I don't. Want, I never wanted to bring a guest and then people would be like, yo, fuck the guest. I, that's the dangerous part about bringing a guest. If the guest is like an it's asshole, man or something, or yeah, talk too much or. I always thought really about, about like Candace or somebody, you know. But nah, like, yeah. That, those people that will be, like, safe, but you're right. Yeah, and if we ever did a guest, it would be the same format. We're not doing the interview bullshit. I don't give a fuck who you are. It don't matter we have Jay-Z on. Jay-Z, course of action. Fuck what you do. Right. We're not doing that. And it. that would be dope as fuck, because I would have a dope-ass one for him. It wouldn't be, like, our shit. But, look, 150 weeks, I definitely think that's a milestone. I don't think that everybody's goal should be to do 150 straight weeks. I honestly think that we're nuts for doing 150 straight weeks, but we actually didn't do 150 straight weeks. We took that one week off. Fuck y'all. We did 150 <laughs> straight weeks. That week was nuts too. It was. Was it a free? Was it a regular week? I don't even remember why we took why that we week off. I was out of town. I don't know. We. I don't know what happened. Y'all want to throw that? Y'all want to? I think people would definitely say nah. Y'all didn't. We stopped at what? 145? 135? 135? Yeah. Whatever. Once we finished season three, season four started because we made the new channel and you know. Mhm. We really could have just kept going, but... Low-key, we should be at, like, 300. We about to take more pods off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I told Trey I want to put the music back so bad that I don't give a fuck if they fall off of Spotify. Sorry for my Spotify listeners, but look. Oh, yeah. If you listen on... If you listen, sp- Bogarten, if, you lis- if you listen on Spotify, it's going to be, like, episode 1, 7, 10, yeah. 40. They they just cl- they clip clipping episodes left and right because of the music that was in the beginning. Right, but, which is unfortunately something we didn't deal with in the beginning. And it's, like, this new thing that now... I guess they're cracking down or whatever. It's just yeah. Spotify, though. You can still listen to them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Not yet. But look, hey, shout out to everybody who's been listening since episode one. You made 150 weeks. That's nuts. Yeah, it's honestly great. accomplishment yeah. for all of us. It's dope to be in, some, in people's lives now. You know what I'm saying? There's certain people that just turn this on every week. I got podcasts that I listen to every week that I know that that's a part of my weekly thing. And it's dope to be a part of somebody else's What is this shirt you got on? Explain it. This is my boy, k one we went to school. You remember Kay? We went to school with him? Yeah. Um the he it's called the, uh, the supermarket company. Yeah. Right? Which is 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 dope because you see it's like a, a milk carton on top of a man and it's like a honey nah on yeah. top of a nah you know. yeah, I definitely see it. And the honey's like his girl, like his honey, his honey. His honey. Yeah. 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 He's the milk, you know, put the milk on the table. Or what I don't know. I, I don't even know what this means. I just like the shirt. <laughs> now yeah. And because that's my man, we went to school with him. I'm not gonna say nothing about it. That's, nah my, yeah. that's my good guy. Dope because they, uh, I'm do, Because I can't say it. I got to try on. I got another try on haul that I'm gonna do for the uh this next vlog. Yeah. But he got some dope shit. Don't Blimey. say vlog. Just don't even say vlog. Don't say it. Terence is full of it, y'all. That's what you wanted, ain't it? <laughs> you gonna, Pussy. You are gonna be in the streets and somebody gonna throw a gallon of paint on you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the vlog? At? <laughs> but yeah. Nah, yeah. I definitely, I was going to get, I was I was about to, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> come on, Terrell. The AI music scene is getting, I think, more and more serious. No, we weren't going to go AI. We were going to go mental no? health first. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, bad, Terrell. I'll start us. So I'll say this. Look, May is, not, not only is it tourist season, we got a B-Day coming up 12 days from now. Shout out to us and shout out to all the other tourists out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also Mental Health Awareness Month. And y'all know how we do. We definitely better to talk about mental health. And so, um, I really only, I didn't want to like bleed this too much. I really only had one thing to really say about like mental health. Was, it was a question that uh, I think is paramount to what a lot of people deal with now, especially with like relationships. And it's kind of, it is kind of towards men. And we'll kind of talk about some general stuff, but this is the question that it says. It says, uh, do you feel less inclined to speak on how you feel or your depression to your woman out of fear of looking weak? Out of fear of looking weak? Yeah. Especially since a lot of people, especially, uh, specifically men, we struggle with mental health because, you know what, I'll read some stats. These are. I want to preface this with a couple of stats, right? It says, it's, this is specifically for black men, but hey, look, at this point, There, It's an opportunity for all men, but these are just specifically black men. It says black men are more likely to experience mental health issues than any other demographic group in the United States, right? But at the same time, um, despite our high rate of mental health, we're less likely than any other group to seek out mental health care due to the stigma, uh, lack of access to care, and then cultural barriers, cultural barriers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of black folks, we grew up in a what happens in this house stays in this house type of house Yeah. where you don't talk about certain stressors and certain shit that, you know, might be causing you some depression. Yeah. And then on top of that, you deal with the man thing, which is you look weak. And so our demographic, as you can see, we're more likely to experience mental health than a lot of other, most of the other groups. But we're also most likely to not Get help. And then we're also more likely to be misdiagnosed or get inadequate treatment um for mental health issues compared to other groups. So it's just a lot of shit that comes up. The reason why I bring up the relationship piece is because uh I, your girl should be a outlet or the woman that you're dealing with should be an outlet for you. Yeah. And a lot of time we bottle shit up, especially in relationships. Yeah. So I was just trying to see what you felt about that. I honestly, you know me, bro. I've I've had a what a controversial take on that because I definitely think you should. Oh yeah, you know. Because what's the question again? That what's the original question? You said should you be? Do you feel? Do you feel less inclined to speak on depression or your feelings to your woman out of fear of looking weak? Like, do you feel like if you express yourself to your girl, you'll look weaker? In terms of how you feel, like feelings. Nah, not if it's a. I don't think if it if it's. If it's about yourself, nah. No. But if it's about something else, then you could. If you're expressing how you feel about yourself, I don't think that that looks weak. Nah. But, yeah, like say you have like a rough patch at work or something like that that sends you into a, like a depression and you talk to your girl about it. I feel like that's totally fine. But it depends what you're, you know, me. to me it depends what you're sharing because it can, you can look weak. And you might not like that, and women might not like the way that sounds, but low-key, yeah, it's just, it kind of is what it is type shit. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think if you overdoing it, that's when you start looking weak. But if you share, I think sharing how you feel don't make you look
1: I mean, I think weak. it's give
0: and take. I mean, you might be going through a rush patch when she up. Yeah. She might be going through a rush patch when you up, and y'all should be able to balance that skill. She might be able to only give 20% right now because she down. You got to be able to supplement with that 80 same thing, though. Nah, yeah, but also, like... You can't be... That's you a can't, tricky question, because what if you what if you depressed because of your girl in your situation? That'd make it... That's even more reason Ten to, times tougher. But that may, that's even more reason for you to talk about it. Yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying it gets it get tougher to have those conversations when they're the person who is making you feel... What you say? Depressed. Like, you need to talk to your girl about being mm-hmm. depressed. If it have anything to do with her... That's a slippery, slippery That's slope. That's a slippery but slope. But I, like, I do what think if it, you should still have it? Like, what if it, you know how a lot of people are struggling with their job or they wish they was in a different place type shit? And it got them down. A lot of men, we well, looking for different ave- avenues. You think if you talk to your girl about it, you'll be weak or, or you know, let's switch it up a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, because I was about to say yeah, you ain't gonna like that. The, my answer to that what okay what would you say you said like you bought like my thing is if i go through a rough patch at work i talk to my girl about it maybe one or two times and then that's low-key and i wasn't always like that i just read about that being a better balance than me spewing or spilling out how i feel about this work to her all day because low-key she really don't have to worry about that you know yeah so i think that will make it look like well damn nigga this, you keep talking about this shit do that you, you know what i'm saying you know they, they might she might offer maybe you do this do that and then low key that needs to be it i thought you ever have somebody that keeps telling you about a problem and you figure damn maybe i need to help this motherfucker figure it out yeah and if you're her if you're her man then that's like her it does sound like a male podcast but that's her acting in her fit, her masculine but yeah oh type God. shit though i hate all of that i hate it, I hate all, it, it but it's, it's not true. true i hate it but it's true this my thing cuz if y'all not let's say let's say you just you could be, okay, cool. So let's go with, you, with your thing. You talk, you going, you stressed out because you will get, that's the thing. We do get stressed. You're not saying shit about it because you don't want to look weak to your girl, but you're still looking away. You can still be standoffish and shit. You can still come across like something's wrong, but you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to look weak. Nah, that's on, a, bro. nah, like I said, you talk to your girl about it once or twice and then you let it rock. If you keep talking about it, then you look weak. So what if you get worse? What if the depression gets worse? You just if the depression gets in. worse, then that means my problem got worse. I'm talking about something different. If my depression gets worse from what I was talking to you about already, then the situation might have escalated. I'm not talking about an escalating situation. Like, yo, this work shit got me bugged right now. But low key, I feel like you can share. It's just the oversharing is what makes you look weak. Or it just looks like you're nicked. I wouldn't even say neat, mm-hmm. weak. It just looks like... I know you've heard women talk about... Their relationship that they have with men who are not on their feet or going through uh mm-hmm. and fellas we be we be some fucking assholes. I can admit to even being one back when our shit was like when I when we was working heavy and then coming home and all of that like but trying you, to figure out what we was gonna do. Question for you then. Yeah. Um. Do you think if you were talking about that maybe not to your girl, but do you think if you were talking that out to somebody you would have been less of an asshole? You don't think that you bottling all of that up could have led to you being more of a piece of shit? No. What are we talking about? I'm just... I'm just. You just being an asshole. But like... Because you're depressed. You're not talking about it. You remember when you was an asshole? Yeah, 100%. So, it's not that you want to be. But looking back on it, you think you like, needed somebody to talk to? I can't look back and say, damn, I should have been talking to somebody. Because I, I had th- somebody to talk to. I just didn't have the time Mm. to talk to that person. Back then, I wasn't on that not sharing shit with your girl. Yeah, well, you know what? I think it's not even always just, like, something needing to talk to her. And I guess we could take it off of the your girl thing. But just talking to somebody, period, can help. Like, when I was in... I used to be very controlling. When I was in, like, my senior year of... Well, senior year. My last year of college, I was in a long-distance relationship. She was cheating. So, I guess you could say... I had a little bit of a motive for me being insecure, but I was very insecure. I used to tell I, I used to tell people, and I still to this day tell people that that relationship folded because I think me being as insecure as I was pushed her away further than she was already, she was a, she was cheating anyway. But before then I was insecure. Yeah. And then we just stopped talking and then she ended up cheating on me. Type shit. Yeah. But if I had somebody to talk to, well, which I would talk to you and stuff like that, but I wasn't really talking like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just bawling all of that shit up. It was a lot of shit that you just didn't want to say. Nah, yeah. And low key, what was we watching? Uh, I don't even remember the name of the joint. Movie? TV show? Yeah, but I just I just remember seeing somebody. It was it's this joint on Netflix called Third Longest Date. It's about like this couple that got stuck in where did they get stuck? I, where did they get stuck? Costa Rica. They get stuck out in Costa Rica because uh-huh. it was right at the, t- the start Costa of the Rica. pandemic. Uh-huh. Which was dope because, like, they went on a third date in Costa Rica and got stuck out there because the pandemic started. I don't know. What the fuck we talking about, Terrell? Uh, we were talking about, you know. Talking to somebody. Remember, I, I was talking about being insecure. Oh. Like, not having anybody to talk to. They, it was this this dude, and he, like, vlogged his life. And I was going to say, like, when you don't have somebody to talk to, and I've been vlogging for the past, what, couple Months mm-hmm. like legit trying to like vlog, I'd be feeling like I'd be kind of like expressing myself in a way 100%. It could be an escape. A lot of it don't go in, but like sometimes once I start talking about my day, I find myself being like talking about myself. And low key, I mean, it's still me talking to nobody, but I'm getting it out. Yeah, I'd be looking back like, nope, it ain't this shit ain't going in there. This this shit ain't, is ain't too going personal. In. You ever talk to yourself 100%. I went like when though. I talk to myself all the time. I talk to myself in the shower. I talk to myself when I'm on the road. I talk to myself all the time to the point where I used to be, I was single. I, was, I used to go to the gym. Shawty would come sit next to me and I'd be like, "I bet it's go time. <laughs> right? Look, that's me talking to myself. And then I'm like, oh, she's stretching. I'm stretching. I'm getting ready to leave. Nope. Not about to leave. Hey, that's not- <laughs> I'm on a mission. Then look, she get up, walk away, and I'd be like, you bitch. You didn't say uh-huh. shit. You pussy nigga. That's what I, that's what I say to myself or low key. I got, I'm like, yo, you got this. I'm a, I feel like I talk to myself in, in literally every walk of my life. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I talk to myself at a dang, in a dangerous <laughs> amount. I think I do too. That's why I'm laughing. Cause I am laughing because i am look, we walk into the restaurant. I'm like, get the dog. Oh, <laughs> she don't get it. All right. Like nigga, just be uh, straight. When I used to interview, I used to, uh, sit in my car, read the question. And act like I was in an interview, and I would just talk out loud. Nah, I remember you was telling me that, yeah. Yeah. And that shit works. Yeah. Nobody in the world can interview better than me. Sorry. And I know I fucked up my last interview, but. Them niggas looking at his <laughs> last interview <laughs> they like, like this. please. <laughs> 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 he talking about his heyday in interviewing? He fucked up his last one. My that's last why he's sitting one. right here. <laughs> Damn, that's kind of fucked up. That me, uh, nah, that was my my destiny. Aren't you a manifest guy? I guess I manifested this for fucking up that interview. <laughs> yeah, that's how you make yourself feel better? <laughs> no, nah, but you know what? Just to cap off the mental health conversation, uh, raising awareness about mental health, especially in the in the black community and communities of color and specifically amongst modern men, it's important we talk about talking because yeah. I believe... I would love to go to a therapist just to see what it's like or what she could uncover. He, She or he mm-hmm. could uncover for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And... Um, I think it's important. This is my piece. Don't listen, don't listen to Terrence. In your relationship, talk to your partner about the shit that you're going through. Find different avenues that force conversation. So if you don't, if I'm not saying go to your girl in the middle of the next episode of power and say, damn, I'm depressed. But if y'all was, if you feel like you need to talk about some shit. Go plan a picnic. Go on a long walk. Y'all go to the fucking, I don't know, together. Do something that, that we, or go on a long drive where y'all could have that conversation because the more you borrow that shit up, the worse it will get. It's literally like putting Mentos and Coke and then putting the top on. Eventually, the shit will explode. Oh, that's all I'm saying. So it's mental health month. I guess I just don't <laughs> say shit. No, nah, because it's I know your min- well, mom. That's it. Next topic. Now nah, you have. go ahead because because why are you telling them Don't don't listen to Tan? because you're not gonna like what I'm saying about talking to your girl. This is what I don't like. You see how motherfuckers don't listen. I know you didn't take the SAT. I didn't take the SAT didn't have to because you don't art. got the listening skills what, or comprehension because look, when do you listen to the SAT? It's quiet. You have a scantron and a book. What am I listening to? He was the type that read this. He's still reading the story. We all penciling in all bubbles. This nigga still reading. It. Damn, this nigga struggling through them paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Why is he telling y'all not to listen to me? Y'all need to listen to me and not to real. I said talk to your girl. Just don't overdo it, bro. You said mention it once. Bring it up a couple times. If it escalate, cool. But, like, you need to be getting your shit off the first time you talk about it. How about that? Let's give you some real advice. Because they're going to tell you talk. But that's so fucking general. When you get your opportunity to speak, you need to let it fly. You right. need to let the chopper sing. That's nice. Right? Because some of y'all get y'all opportunity and you just, you know, you know, life crazy. You know, my life crazy. All right, bet your life crazy. I don't give a fuck because you're not giving me no details. That is true. You're trying to be cute. You think that this is a vibe. Bro, if you're depressed and you get the opportunity to release and you don't at a certain point, that should be tough though, T. At a certain point. It's tough, but you're going to always need to look in the mirror at yourself. You can say it's tough all you want. It's your fucking life. The people who let it release and let it sing, they're the ones who get through it. I'm just trying to help y'all niggas out. That's true. You want somebody that's nice that's going to give it to you, sweet and soft like Terrell? You sound like the person that says, if you're shy, you just get over it. You just get over it and just go up to her. All all I'm saying is- It's it's easy to say, but remember, look, T, we we the least likely because of stigma, the weakness- lack of access to care, and cultural barriers. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy to just say, when you get a chance to release, just release it. I'm just saying, when you get the chance to release, especially if it's your girl, yeah. mm-hmm. because I feel like, you know. Because, you know, a lot of times your girl will come to you. Most time, your girl will come yeah. to you low-key. And tr- and ask you what's going on and we will tuck that shit. But the vibes be right there. I mean, low-key, I feel like if you can't share shit with your girl, you might not fuck with her like that. That's just that's just how I feel. Nah, yeah. If you feel like your girl is gonna look at you weak, but honestly, see, that's a cultural barrier. That's also stigma. So that 100 percent can happen. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you think you it's not that your girl don't fuck with you, but you can think, damn, she might not fuck with me now. Cause my you should be able to get your shit off one good time. And even if you need to say, Babe, doubling back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Even if you need to bring it back up or just to piggyback off that, that's cool. But I mean, if it's if it's like a frequent thing, that's the only time that you're looking a little like, damn, this shit is a lie for you. That's why I say, look, I think you should take that advice yeah, more than that. Has, that actually is some good advice too, to push people to actually have the conversation. Because you're right, people definitely well, don't. Because I feel like you everything everybody know when they get their opportunity to get their shit off and then they didn't. And then they say, damn, I should have said this. That you take mm-hmm. what you get, you know? Well, you know, at least I talked about this part of it. But yeah. I think when you really let it fly, it don't feel the best. It, it does feel like you putting all of your dirty laundry out. Not dirty laundry, but like Hell yeah. you pointing out all of your messes. Yeah. Tears are healing. T- tears, is, crying is a part of healing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I legit, I read that. Like, it's, it's it's literally like a, uh, you know how you cry and then you feel better? <laughs> Till you have a cry. You know how you cry and then right after you actually, like, feel better? Like, you could be fucked up. Once you get that cry out, you yeah. be like, okay, like, I, I can have a conversation. Now, look, you might even cry again. That shit is a part of your healing. Nah, it is. It's like, I will cry. Terrell be crying with his, they be in the movie theater, him and his girl, and they're both like that. Terrence. He said to her that he loved her, <laughs> and y'all cried. <laughs> a beautiful thing, crying with your girl. It's a beautiful thing. Can a beautiful you imagine thing she and she crying. crying and you look at your girl and she not crying? That's what. That's my. I thing. haven't. I haven't. I don't think I've cried with my girl on you some be sad shit yet. I think I've cried watching a movie. What movie would we watch where I was crying? I Avatar. Like at the end of Avatar, the second joint. But then he came on the podcast trying Woo. shit on the joint though. They had some plot holes, but that didn't. didn't But we had your bitch ass in the theater crying. Okay, next next person. (laughs) (laughs) Got your money. (laughs) Hey, get get therapy. Have the conversation. Talk to somebody that listens. Don't talk to these motherfuckers. As soon as you say something, they're like, "Oh yeah, because I was thinking." You know what I was going through. All right, I'm not talking to you. You're not listening. But uh, moving right along, the motherfucking um. Oh, you wanted to uh, start with AI. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck was that?" Can they see? <laughs> Me I don't and know. Terrell are dog-sitting. So I got Come my sisters. This, this is my nephew right here. Come on, Hugh. Come on. I don't Let know if you know y'all can be able Well, yeah, we are dog-sitting. My sister's, gonna, sister's on the way back from New York. So we got two dogs and Mimi. You see how y'all don't see Mimi in the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> see how y'all don't see Mimi in the basket, right? Because we got her separated from from these two. Shout out hey, to Summer, getting camera time. This is Summer right here, yo. She said, get me the fuck out of here. What the fuck is this? Why is she cooling it, boy? And then what's her name is right here? All right, Bet. So, um, AI, you want to talk AI? That was next. Nah, yeah. I was telling me and Tara have been talking about I think a lot of people have seen it on the TL, but the AI situation is definitely getting a little, it, to me, it's getting a little bit more serious. Yeah. Not, like, more creative, not more... I'm not feeling like I want to get into it. I'm starting to low-key worry about the future of, like, music, especially with some of the, the recent things that's, that's happened with some of these AI songs, mm-hmm. the abilities. I've had somebody hit me and tell me, send me a verse, bro, and they know who they are. <laughs> send me a verse, bro, and I can make it AI. I can make it Drake AI if you send me. <laughs> <laughs> and low-key, one thing that I did want to say is, like, with a lot of the AI sound, uh, songs that's getting a lot of spins, I find myself, and a lot of people, a lot of people can agree. I don't really hear the artist that they say is AI, even though it's AI. I still feel like I hear like the the BS yeah. of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some of these Drake songs to me don't sound like Drake at Houston. all. Houston, go ahead. <laughs> besides the sound, but the shit that he be saying, I'm like, that's not Drake.
1: Like nah, It yeah. sounds
0: like some bum ass YouTube rapper. But I'll tell you what. That uh, I sent Terrence the uh, the link to it. The other day. Houston. Chill. Come on. I I sent him the link to it the other day. My man Hugh Scheisty. It's a uh yeah. (laughs) It was a uh Drake album. It's on YouTube. It's called Yours Truly. I'm not really trying to plug them, but I do want people to kind of go and look at it because it is kind of crazy. It is a like 14-track album of AI songs. They got Travis Scott features, weekend feature. Um, they got a AI talent creator feature, and it's some of it is all right. Yeah. And you know what? That's where the shit get dangerous because right now, the shit funny. It's like, oh, lol. This song is actually dope. Did y'all hear that? I've been listening to that AI song, and it's actually funny. It's right now. It's it's that. But did you see that video of the dad talking about his kids? What he say? He was like, right now we worried about Drake. And shout out to bro who sent me that. Uh, you know who you are. He um, he was like, right now we're talking about a Drake verse. But in the future, let's say somebody call your phone, right, or call your kid's phone from your house and say, hey, his daddy opened the door, and it's my voice. So they think, okay, that's my dad's voice. I'm going to open the door. Our grandmothers and moms and dads already getting those spam phone calls where it's like I... I got your nephew. Send me a thousand dollars in Apple gift cards. Nah, you right as fuck. You got me thinking now, cause you right. That's the that's the Once future. Once the scammers get a hold of the AI, yeah, it's bad. Cause you right. This is your this is this is so and so send me so and so money. They just call screaming. Mm-hmm. Shit is funny until there's a Mallory Bros podcast AI. We don't we we put out look 150 episodes right. That's 150 pieces, of we probably said every word in the fucking dictionary. Where they could figure out how the fuck we gonna say something. And now you're competing with yourself. Drake now competing with himself, but it's not really him. But it's not really him. Because now the pressure's on for you to drop an album. Yeah. You haven't got a Rihanna album in a long time? Listen to this Rihanna AI. Now it's kind of like taking away some of your steam. I got to compete with me to show that I'm different from what y'all have been getting. But look, this this is the bad thing. This is what I wanted to talk about. People don't seem to give a fuck if if it's coming from the real Drake or the fake Drake. They just looking for the vibe. That's why that weekend... And Drake's song did that did them numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put something right down because she likes shaking. Right, you got her tendons, she she stiff as hell and your arm, can't balance. <laughs> but look, I just feel like um there was like a scary thought that I had about AI that I wanted to say. I was like, what if A what if AI is perfected so much with these artists that you could personalize songs from your favorite artists just for you? Like you see how that, that album's called Yours Truly. Mm-hmm. What if the AI gets so What if the AI gets so smart and so like legit that you could I could make my own Drake album legit just for me? Like I push a button, it's gonna take like 20 minutes, but it auto-generates using beats and Drake's voice for me. Look, yep. low-key, that would mean like I would stop looking forward to Drake's music. Yeah. Because I can legit make my own version of Drake. For literally just me. Yep. Like, you don't you know how people post new songs on like Instagram? hmm I feel like if you could create your own, like, you could create your own music from your favorite artists, Like, you might, you might value the personalization of your favorite artist's music yep. being just for you. Mm-hmm. And you have an, you being the only one with access to it. And I'm like, It would take away your expectation of the artist to drop. Yeah. Like, if I can make my own music from Drake, I don't really give a fuck if he dropped on that. If I can make my own music from, like, you know, I feel like you wouldn't really give a fuck when they really drop because I've really been getting it. And the only reason why I feel like that is true, the proof of that is that Weekend Drake song. Motherfuckers did not care that that wasn't really them. Mm -hmm. They just want that vibe. That joint is going around... TikTok yeah. and Instagram, like it's a regular Drake song. Yep. And now this is what you gotta think about too: What if the Weekend and Drake collab in the future, and it's not as good as that AI track? You yeah. see the comp. You see what happened to your what? expectation. Mm-hmm. If like this Drake album, people love it. If you look at the uh, the comments on this joint, it's people saying, uh, "Look, this is amazing. This is incredible. The album is about to carry the summer." You know what I'm saying? It's not people saying, nah, fuck out of here, it's fake. This shit is some bullshit. So it's like, now, if he drop an album, now, not only do I have to go against the rest of my catalog, because think about it, people always want you to be better than your last album or as good as the album you dropped before. Yeah. But now, it's like, damn. Excuse me, y'all. But now, it's, it's a conversation of like, You gotta be better than your last album and you have to be better than your fucking AI projects. So it is dangerous. You know what, I was just at the motherfucking Chick-fil-A and the girl took my order and she looked kind of nervous. Yeah, she was kind of young, but she asked me what I wanted type shit. My bad. She asked me what I wanted. She probably thought that she was Alton from Snowball. (laughs) (laughs) She probably thought she was outing from the snowfall. She was getting ready to call sissy and dial press nine. And get, I found him, sissy. You ain't have to do what you did. You ain't have to do it to him. I got him right here at the Chick Fil A. Whatever. Let me get a chicken sandwich with a grilled nuggets. All right, you got it. Come on. Um, but look, I'm. I uh, she took my order, and she was like, "Do you want?" Um, I'm sorry, she like had to get herself together and was like, what size? My bad. You know what I'm saying? Human mistake. It was nothing wrong with it. But Hold that, on, that, wait, wait, wait. How did she fuck up? She was like, she took my order. Said, she said, what can I get you? I was like, I want a grilled nugget drink with a side salad. Right? Yeah. And she was like, what is your, Up, uh, my bad. What size do you want? Okay. And I was like, medium. And she was like, drink, cool. That small interaction, right? Very small, like, moment. Yeah. But that shit made me think about this AI shit cuz ah, I said yeah you know what people don't talk about if they put a robot out here right now cuz right now I can either order from that drive through thing up here but they got you and you over here taking people orders one by one and then they sending people up they don't even use the speaker Chick-fil-A if you everybody knows that Chick-fil-A you don't use just the speaker it ain't like you know Wendy's McDonald's checkers everywhere else where you In the speaker. Popeye's in the speaker. They got motherfuckers outside just in case you need to personalize. Mm -hmm. But what if I could put a robot out there that personalize? Mm. Guess what people don't think about? You know what a robot won't do? What? Need a break. Oh, yeah, you're right. I can put that motherfucker out there from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. when we close, and I don't have an HR issue. Mm -mm. You know what a robot won't do? Call out of work. Nope. Need a vacation. Start fucking uh, somebody else, and now I got to put you on a night shift because you was fucking with her, and she don't want to work with you no more because that fails, and so I got to put her in the morning. I have to deal with none of that bullshit. No more human resource at all. Say they're going to work your shift and then not show up. <laughs> Get personal? <laughs> Get personal. <laughs> Steal your credit cards. But that ass, though, if you think these CEOs ain't thinking about it, because think about it, it. It probably costs around $900 to $1,500 a month for the electric bill for a Chick-fil-A. But is that if you think about how much I gotta pay you a month, right? Because let's say you make on average twenty five grand a year, part time or full time. Twenty five. I get it. You don't have to pay the robot the money. I'm I just get saying. It. I'm just saying. But you were bringing that up, like you said. The girl said, "Uh, oh, my bad." I told you that that inspired me to think about Terrell. Let me say some shit. Damn it! If she wasn't there, goddamn. You just, you just the worst nigga ever. The nigga can't even get his shit off. Cause Terrell. I'm not even talking for you. I'm talking for them. I'm asking you what you are saying, motor mouth. Go ahead. Now you brought Everybody up the girl. You brought up the robot, and I'm not shitting on what you're saying. I'm just saying, were you bringing up the robot to combat? Because you brought up the fact that the girl was like, "Oh my bad." I thought you you was going to say when you bring the robot up that you, the robot not going my bad. I thought that you was that's what you was going to try to say that the robot's not going to say my bad and say what size I meant. You know. Nah, the reason why I said it is because it, it reminded me of it was more human. Oh, you. It were, was a human moment. Oh, you know what you, saying? yeah. And it made me immediately think, damn, what if it wasn't a human here? Okay, I mean. yeah, that was all. That was one reason why I brought up the girl. And that, but that is still that made me think about if they said, you know what, we about to, we can do whatever we want with this AI shit. Nah, yeah, but Loki, I thought, well, you know what, I did think you was going somewhere else with it. I guess you weren't, but I thought you was going the route of like, that girl made a human mistake and she was able to notice the human. It was a human mistake that she noticed and fixed, but it made your interaction less problematic. Uh-huh. I can see some people walking up to an AI robot and saying two cheeseburgers and they put two quarter pounders on there and they're like, no, I said <laughs> two cheeseburgers. <laughs> and now you're screaming at this like, nah, but you see, that's back in the day. That's first level shit. We I was getting ready to today. tell you that that's low key out. Have you ever the used AI is going to be able to be like on top of that? Have you ever used chat GPT? Yeah. That shit is official. Nah, yeah. Like low key. That's, why I, that's what I thought you was going to say. And that's why I was about to be like. You could be the like the robot gonna be able to be like, oh, oh, I heard you, All right, bet. You could be like, give me a recipe for um, spaghetti, right? And you could say, give me a Southern Italian twist for it, and that joint will tell you certain shit to add to give you the a, a Southern Italian twist. That joint so is beast. So you're gonna be able to order your your, your McDonald's from the AI mm-hmm. bot. What do you think about that Mac sauce? See, they come out with you see they came with the Mac sauce. I saw a girl who made the, she was like, loved the Big Mac, had a Big Mac for the first time, so I made my own. You ever seen that joint? Yeah, she made a fire-ass burger, too. That, that joint, joint was bomb. tall, too. That joint, that joint looked bomb. But did you see the, the Mac sauce she made? No. Nah. She said it was just this, relish, something else, and something. I said, oh, I can make that huh. Yeah. You know McDonald's starting to put it in the same cups as the uh, sweet and sour Now you can get it Oh now you side. can get a little mac sauce on the side. It is not for your nuggets it's, They want you to get a cheeseburger The picture is a cheeseburger Damn yo McDonald's for years be keeping a nigga going back <laughs> That <laughs> sounds McDonald's terrible keep a nigga back <laughs> They brought back the McRib They brought back the spicy nuggets And then they tried to Spicy nuggets are back They try to tell you that they ain't bringing the McRib back But we all know that that's bullshit and if you don't think if you think membership based income and membership based incentive isn't a thing, every time you go to McDonald's, what they try to get you to do? Get the app. You know get you can't app. just order the spicy nuggets. You got to order them on the app. Chick Fil A tried that shit with the K C D. That shit folded. Oh, they had a quesadilla at Chick Fil A? Not Chick Fil A. Uh, remember Chipotle had the, the quesadilla? Oh, the K C D. Everybody kept trying to order that drink the window. Them drinks was bomb though. I got it one time. Off they still the got app. them. They still got them. Okay, bet. Uh oh. Houston. Yo, relax. Yeah, y'all hear that? Got a god dog now. <laughs> <laughs> all I got to say is one word and he's attacking anyone in sight. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to get to, T? Oh, the, uh, oh, I did. Somebody asked me that last week. If you um, pick up a girl for the first time, yeah, right, you met Charlie, y'all, yeah, let's say, modern shit. Y'all might have met out the DM. Y'all might have met off the hinge or the Bumble or whatever app y'all use. Yeah. And this is your first time picking her up. Mm-hmm. What uh playlist are you gonna play? What music you gonna play? What vibe are you setting? If any? Uh to be honest, I think I say it two ways. One way I say just be Houston. That's enough. Come on, buddy. You know a motherfucker got their dog trained when they say a German word. <laughs> 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 when they say a German word, you say, "Oh, you did the classes, <laughs> you did some research." But sorry, uh, the funniest shit because it's random as fuck. Nah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just true. But uh, if it, if it's me, I say be. I want to say be yourself, but some of y'all listen to some weird shit. Like some of y'all will listen to your favorite anime theme song <laughs> over and over again cuz it gives you uh inspiration. I'm not shitting on y'all cuz I have my own vices Right, like I can that tell him watch his mouth cuz guess what? Guess I'll who's a part of the community to, now? Me. I'm going to I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I watched The Irishman and I did nothing but listen to that soundtrack for uh, weeks. I was pulling up to the gym blasting these old ass horns playing a 1940s record. You know uh, what I'm saying? I say you live in the music cuz your music is low your your current moment. I don't care what y'all say. What you're listening to right now is your current moment. Uh-huh. Terendo, all, I'm, all I've been listening to is what, Terrell. Nudie. Young nudie. Yeah. I don't know why. That's just low-key my vibe right now. If I get in my car right now, I'm gonna put on freshest as fuck and how about you? Yeah. And I'm icy too. That's my <laughs> shit. Look, y'all wanna go listen to that because I spit that, right? Anyway, <laughs> I think, like, me and my girl be on some... We. I'll just tell y'all, when I went my to uh, listen uh, to... We supposed to be... I know, but picking up... Time. Yeah, picking up. I'm just like... The vibe that I think was dope about me and her's first car interactions, we listened to Nipsey, Jay, RB. and b It's a real laid back, mm-hmm. boss music. You need to be listening to some Maybach music. That's what I call it. I'm going to generalize it and say Maybach music. Look, that old Ross Dice Pineapples in my baby Vita yeah you pull up to dice with dice pineapples playing yeah call me crazy shit alicia call me yeah that's gonna be look, nice you to send us- <laughs> look you can roll the window down if you want <laughs> <laughs> look you need to play something that's definitely gonna make you feel like i'm that nigga in this corolla <laughs> and that's what i was gonna say too i don't think the ladies are feeling it if you driving fast I think, fellas, those days are over with. Unless you're, like, 21, nope, yeah, that girl might fuck with the speed. Because you don't, yeah, you know, if you're going to pull yeah. up in a hell, Hellcat, you can't kind of classy drive that. So I get it. But I'm yeah, just saying, push that joint. the only reason why I bring that up is music has a huge influence on your driving, fellas. And then, yeah, you need you to know? realize that most of these, most women don't give a fuck about the car you driving for real. And if you got a car that's too loud, and I know this from experience, Cause I used to have a sub. I didn't have a loud car, but the girl was like, uh, I look at guys who drive super fast, loud cars or get a loud ass something in their car, is them overcompensating for something else that they lack. Yeah, and fellas, that's, you know that's, that's not only, that's my bad, go ahead. That's not just your, like your, that's not like a, like a, I don't know, it's not like a thing. It could yeah. be, you could be overcompensating because you don't know how to fucking, Cause you're not, yeah, you not communicate or you could, grow up with a certain right love or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I told the story a thousand times. When I picked Gia for the first time in my bands, she didn't give a fuck. Yeah, she ain't care. Versus I picked somebody else in that car and they did though. But it wasn't like the fast. She was more worried, thing. why is this nigga dressed like Clifton Powell? <laughs> 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 Look, I guess we about to eat. <laughs> Oh hey, (laughs) this nigga got out of bins, and I thought something different. I don't know what. I was I Hold on, wait. What was I saying? What I say? You were talking. I would let me say because what I would say before when you pick a girl up in the car, I would. Okay, yeah. Normally, what I do, no matter what it is I have playing, it should not be up more than about twenty percent, thirteen percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is my (laughs) (laughs) Houston is hearing something. (laughs) It. This is my advice to the fellas. You pick a girl up for the first time. Y'all shouldn't be listening to music. Music should be playing as the background to y'all conversation. Don't wait till you get to where you are going to start the conversation. Y'all should be I picked up I picked the girl up and we drove an hour down Annapolis somewhere and talked the entire way there and the entire way back. Not on some I'm rapping shit, but like to cut the tension, to cut the awkwardness, we just going to rap. We just yeah. going to talk now. So I might have that company three playing. Wonder how you feeling, sorry. Okay. I might like, mm-hmm. have that, I'ma have that as the under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get in the car, you're not gonna be like, damn, this nigga's playing music. You don't wanna pull up with fucking loud ass do- dice pineapples, and then you're just riding and y'all listen to that. You shouldn't do that. That's like we go together type shit, and we just on the way to get food. Sometimes, I mean, I get y'all fellas that'll cut the tension, you know, your girl getting a cut. Think about it, it's the first time. So. Your girl getting a you on niggas, just let the music play. And you thinking hard as shit. Yeah. You're not even listening to the lyrics. you thinking, what the fuck am to say. You, you you doing it wrong. No, nah, look, because the music's playing. So you like, you know, she say something you see her mumbling in the lyrics and you like, all right, bet I got some time because she's not paying attention to me. Yeah. When you turn the music down, if it's the first date, you got to get in your bag, Jolly. Like. So you're right. You can't have some shit that, look, you really low key can't play her song, her jam. Mm-hmm. You already be trying to talk to Shardy. She fucking with the music and you waiting yeah. for her to sing the fucking lyrics. Right. No, yeah. Another pro. You ch- nervous and shit? Yeah. Look, another pro tip: If you're picking your girl for the first time, don't pull up and just sit outside, and she have to come open her door. Okay. And get in you your car for the first time. You should 100% get out when you see her coming down her driveway, cutest shit. Yeah. You get out, <laughs> open her door. It's the first time she getting in your car. You sitting there, and we love tents You sitting like, there. Yeah. Y'all niggas be sitting there <laughs> rolling y'all window down, looking mean and shit like Rodney and Baby Boy. <laughs> Get in the, the past and decide. <laughs> y'all niggas need to be... Y'all need to understand, Come on, like, bro. I, this is what I think about. I'm at this age now. If I have a kid and one of you young niggas... And this is probably... I'm going to play this in the future. If I have a kid and one of these young niggas pull up and don't get out and open the door for her, I'm going to have an issue. Her mother was... got a different experience than that plane, mm-hmm. So, that's what she getting. But you know So... What? Your daughter is going to... Mm-hmm. Expect that because you already set that bar. You think that. And then you father. see her. You think that you know I done set the bar. and doing my my thing as a dad. You know? And then her young ass bring she bring NBA young boy this home. This motherfucker through. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> it must be a project mate that they lined you up with. Cause I know this ain't him. Did you oh you know what? Not the switch, but did you see people fighting for their life on the TL behind that? It was a picture of two bomb ass plates in a car though. They was in a car. They was pulled out. I think it might have been In-N-Out.
1: They was was in the car.
0: car Oh, yeah. And it said, is this a date? Date night. And then the girl was like, this is not a date. It's not. And then everybody was like, but it can be if. And she was like, nah, this is just y'all got food. Fellas, Mm -hmm. I like agree. That's not a date. Y'all just got some food and y'all about to eat. Your girl not going to feel like that's a date. She going to feel like y'all got food. And that is low key, the harsh truth. Fellas, you can play the music. You can pull up with the with the lights out here. We got our food. It's a certain type of girl that wants that. And that girl is not out there like that. But I think it, it, it all is situational. Because, and you know look. what? <laughs> what? The ladies that's listening to this, don't cap. It's not a fucking date. And y'all don't want to do that shit. Cause it's, I can see girls out there saying it would be special. Would, nah, fuck that. It's getting food and but, pulling up to a little. What's the difference from us eating outside? We might as well get a Chick Fil A and then eat outside. But see, nah, this is my thing. Cause Cause this, I is, the Chick-fil-A, so. this is what makes it a date, though. If y'all about to go look at the sunset, and we y'all can got, see got the food sunset from the Chick Fil A parking lot. Terrence, line. no, see, that's not a date. If y'all, uh, if y'all pull up to a cliff somewhere, like water, but there's a sunset. That's a date. If y'all at a drive-in movie theater somewhere, but y'all bought food, that's a date. This nigga. You lay a blanket out in the back of your car, y'all about to watch like Netflix type shit on some we camping but not, that's a date. You know? Not outside the Chick-fil-A parking lot. I always thought it was wicked when people get all of that food and then lay like a blanket out, but y'all got they you ever see people with their food? Maybe it's just me. I don't eat that much, but like motherfuckers will get mad food. I'm like, y'all are not about to eat all of that food Uh on this little visit, you know? Nah, yeah. Oh, you see people go to In-N-Out. They got three burgers and two fries. And this person got three burgers, two fries. Y'all eating three of them? Nah, realize? yeah. It's just the two of y'all. The I'm picture packing, is dope, though. I'm packing two of them burgers up. I'm eating one. Eating I might one eat both of them. I might snack on one for later. But look, what was you talking about? Oh, I heard you say something earlier. You said picnic. I said if you, yeah. I said if you, if you outside the, the parking lot of a place, yeah. that's not a date. But if you doing some sunset type shit, because you can't get creative. I'm just saying. My boy know. my boy Jacob got a Jeep. Yeah. And I will never forget. He bought a Jeep. But he was he had his girl, who's his fiance now, shout out to him. And it was just his birthday. Um but he was shout buying out. all the accessories and shit for his Jeep yeah. so that him and his girl could do camping, they could go do all the shit. They bought kayaks and shit. That's some shit you can make you can have some you can spice your relationship up with some shit that you love. You love your Jeep, but you love your girl. There's a middle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That yeah. Pulling up somewhere with just some food, fellas, and just eating in the car. That's some date night shit that you do after y'all been on mad dates. Yeah. You can't pull that one out the bag early. That's the I forgot or something fucked up and you trying to. That's the trying to. Yeah. That could be like a shit get real type joint. Think about it. You do the first formal date and then the second date. Y'all know each other, so y'all gonna go somewhere, but then y'all gonna sit in the car for a while. See, but we not eighteen, Terrell. We not eighteen. I just did that at twenty-seven. I just did that at yeah. I just did that at twenty-seven. You was doing that at twenty-seven. And what was I telling you? Well, me and my girl got together. We went on our first date, right? Second date, I linked up with her and her friend, Terrell. Me and Kevin, and that was great. But then after that, we didn't just go home. Yeah, we like sat in the car for a while, got to know each other a little bit better, type shit. I'm talking about before that. Remember you used to be going and seeing these chicks, and he was sitting outside this girl crib, and I'm like, nigga, you old as shit, and you got a crib. Just bring her back to the crib. When did I ever do that, Terrence? And where was we living? Terrell, you was a nasty, freak ass nigga pulling up, and Uh, used to tell me, bruh, you don't want to. What did you used to say? You don't want to just get in the back seat. You oh, don't was, to do backseat? And I'm like, that why that not was- I just take it to the fucking crib? You're an old nigga. She lived way out in VA. And he was riding in an Altima that he couldn't even get out like this. He had to roll the window down and reach out like that. <laughs> so you see, broke. when he, get, Jippy Lou broke when he was pulling up to Shorty, he already had the window down. <laughs> opening, opening his door from the outside. What's the, going on? I went and got an oil change one day. I get back in my car my handle is just dangling. And they're like, look, <laughs> so it when, wasn't us. So when, <laughs> so when you Bullshit. was with shawty, right? And shit got real you know y'all had to make the decision we making this man. we're getting in the back seat we getting in the back seat so you had to say hold up y'all had to meet in the back right i know you didn't do some Terrence, jungle yes, I... shit and no chance i had and... to pull my window down Her, get out pull you it. ain't ready for this and then you reaching out of your car bro i'm telling y'all look, know how <laughs> Terrell was you how know <laughs> i had to <laughs> It's fucked up, but when I got in the back, I had to reach up and put the window back oh up. Oh my <laughs> God, that's insane. He didn't even... Because, look, you don't want to get out and then you're spending time putting the window up. Wow. Car, anything sucks when you're tall. It is not fun when you're tall. Short kings, y'all probably can have a blast back there. We talk. But about. when you tall, it's just not the best. It's not the most optimal thing for us because your legs... Low-key, y'all like sometimes give out. Nah, yeah. It's like car anything is already be steamy as fuck because it's hot. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm telling you. The car is the worst. The car is like bad as a shower to me. I think you should only be doing that if you want some young nigga shit. If you want some young nigga shit. Those are the golden days though. You pull up a hot outside a girl pull, crib. Like, like, you right when you, you say allowed it, and then it could turn into some real shit. Mm-hmm. You ever be talking to a girl off some late night shit back in your young boy days? And she say, ah, I would just love to have some snacks right now. And
1: Hold you go shit. pick her
0: up off the late, like off the 2 a.m. clip. And y'all go to the 7-Eleven or some bullshit and sit outside. A vibe. But that seems like some live with your parents shit. It is. It 100% is. You know? yeah. There's nothing wrong with living with your parents, folks. Or well, nothing wrong with At that. At all, yeah. And stay as long as you can. Stay as long as you can, for sure. Save your money. You got to be in that joint like... Really? I guess if y'all want me to leave, I guess if y'all gonna put me on my ass, (laughs) (laughs) you gotta make them feel like shit because we left trying. We were being too cocky Mm -hmm. to leave. And some people will tell you in their culture they just that's in their culture they will stay home for their culture. Nah, yeah, it's in their culture to stay home. It's not in their culture to move out. I know, I know people that make great money that still live at home. Yeah, we also know people in their culture where it's their culture to be like at eighteen, you getting the fuck Fuck out. out. Black folks, Mm -hmm. for sure. And you know what dad tried to say? I never told y'all y'all had to leave. I said, dad, you ain't say we had to leave. But but it was either we go to college or what y'all doing type shit. We wouldn't be able to just. Nah, definitely th- never had that He went, look, you damn right. You're not about to just sit in here. Okay. All right. What if I didn't have my life together? What if I was depressed? He would have helped you out. All right, look, we do got to talk about the, the Writers Guild. Uh, yes. There man. is a. Yeah. There well, is the a strike. Uh, sorry. Yes. There is a strike for the Writers Guild of America. It is honestly comprised of about 11,500 people. And depending on how long it takes for them to reach, you know, whatever deal it is they're trying to reach, it could be catastrophic for a lot of shows. And honestly, we are 100% with the writers when it comes to this. The last strike that they did was in 2007-2008. And if y'all I don't and then there was a strike before that. You know how people always talk about how we never got the last episode the last season of Girlfriends. Yeah. The office was supposed to have a season that we never got. Um Heroes was a show that people watch that the last season just got canceled because of the last strike. So this shit is serious. And the reason why like the reason for the strike is because Some of a lot of these writers that write for these shows can't pay rent in the cities that they live and write in New York, California, North Carolina, Atlanta. There's a lot of places, right, especially across the entire guild, like the. A lot of different places where people are writing, where they're making so little money. For these CEOs that are making, I think it was a collective, I think I wrote it down. Uh, yeah, it says, um, studio heads made a combined $800 million in salaries. And many of the workers who write on their shows can't afford rent. And it's gotten to the point where it's like, yo, we can't do this. They working them long. Think about this T. Like the shows that are impacted are, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Stephen Colbert, late night with Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers. Think about it. These personalities get on TV and they saying these jokes and we like, damn, Jimmy Kimmel funny as shit. Fowling is funny. This person is funny, but they got writers. They have writers, and they're not getting any. Re- they don't get residuals for shit that they wrote. They're not getting nothing, bro. It's fucked up. And I can understand these type of strikes get them what they looking for. Yeah, because it shows they value and stuff like that. I even seen somebody say something like these. <laughs> somebody said I saw on on Twitter. Y'all know how the viral tweets. It was like. Euphoria is getting ready to be trashed because of this writer's guilt. And everybody was like, It's not because it's only written by legit one man. Sam oh, yeah. Levin, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He <laughs> was like, Nah, he's going to be straight. But the strike is definitely bigger and more widespread than I thought. At first, I thought only smaller shows and like little things, like you said, was going to be affected. But apparently, it's a lot more. And you're right. We don't even really recognize or understand how much shit they are. Responsible for from people mm-hmm. that we fuck with, heavy, yeah, hundred percent. There's shows like that you don't even think have writers, like they were saying, like The View, and like the Oscars, the Daily, the, the Show. Grammys. There's writers for all of that shit, hundred percent, that are in the guild, that have wrote for years. That it's like, all right, bet we're not doing this shit. And look, I'm gonna read this. It says, as budgets in series, as budgets for series have grown, writers are making a smaller share of the money. The Guild said streaming services use smaller writing staffs, which the industry calls mini rooms, and also tend to have shorter seasons than broadcast shows. This leaves some writers scrambling to put together several several sources of income in a single season of writing. And so the reason this is bigger than it was in 2007, 2008, because now these writers aren't just tied to specific projects. Yeah. 2007, 2008, if you wrote for The Office and The Office stopped, you know, and you shut down and the office stop production, it would affect NBC in a space. You know what I'm saying? Because, damn, now we don't have anything to air on Friday at 8. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're seeing with the Daily Show and the late night show. The TV stations are affected. But now, this is not only affecting TV shows, it's affecting, like, Netflix is scrambling. HBO Max, scrambling. Amazon Prime, scrambling. They because say, they have shows that are airing now where they need writers mm-hmm. to be writing right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Think about it. Like, uh, they were talking about how AMC is affected. And, like, you know, I watch Mayans. Mayans, they write the first half of the seasons first. You know, some shows do that. They got the first half of the season written and done. But just like when we was watching uh, Breaking Bad and they were talking about how they had already had two or three episodes on and they were finishing up the writing process for... Manius in the last couple episodes of season five it's kind of the same thing where we don't even know if we're gonna have They said we're gonna to get to a point where certain shows you watch are gonna to have to take breaks because Damn, yeah, but honestly I'm with the writers, bro. I, th- I feel like these these they were talking about how I think it was um, I Forget what CEO it was he made two hundred and seventy five million dollars and that's what he paid himself as the CEO. Because think about it. the CEO, you make as much as you want. You just got to put a salary on paper. Mm-hmm. You could say, look, I made 50 grand. I made 50 grand. And they be doing that. They be doing that. 100%. Yeah. And you made $275 million and you got writers scrambling. So it's fucked up. Um, we definitely stand with the writers. And 100%. Even if the shows we love stop for a little while, hopefully the shit gets better. I do think the biggest issue with a lot of shows on TV right now is the writer's room. And I think we'll mm-hmm. have more people wanting to be more creative, maybe even stepping into that role and feeling like it's somewhere that they want to be. Because I feel like writers can sometimes feel like teachers in a way where they yeah. feel unappreciated for the major work that they're doing. Yeah. Um. So I do think if they are well compensated, maybe we can see a change in the film industry. Because right now, the biggest woe to me in the film industry is the writer's room. So 100%. I'm actually happy for the strike. Yeah. The last strike lasted three months. Yeah. So, we're going to see how long this will last. They don't think this one's going to last that long because it's kind of like, all right. And I'm honestly happy for the fact that everybody, you know, Kinta, Kinta uh, I think her name is Quinta or Quinta Brunson. Abbott Elementary. Yeah. Me and Terrell say words wrong. I've got not know. I know. Yeah. It's clearly Freaknik, but we saying Freaknik. Freaknik. It is Freaknik. Quinta. <laughs> her yeah. name is probably Kinta Brunson. Quinta. Quinta. Who knows? She knows, and it's out there, and you're just being disrespectful. I, I know, damn. My bad, Brun- Mrs. Brunson, Miss Brunson, Mrs. M- Mrs. Emmy winner. Yeah, but well, basically, she's Golden a Globe winner. Yeah, she killing shit. She's a part of the guild, and she was talking on the uh, Matt Gala carpet about how, yeah, we all standing through this shit. So there's people that there's people that already finished their writing. They were talking about how Game of Thrones, uh, House of Dragon, they're going to continue production because the script's already been finalized, and they were like. Y'all got lucky as shit. Mm -hmm. We know y'all jerking them. (laughs) All them where art dials in that show. I know it ain't written by one motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. Nah, but yeah. All right, bet. Did you want to talk about the Met Gala at all? I mean, I really don't give a fuck about it. I mean, it was cool. I watched, I seen everybody that was there. I mean, it was cool. Every year I'm like, all right. No, yeah, I, de- I definitely do want to talk about the Met Gala and shout out to my girl for giving me this because low key, I didn't even think about this because I don't really care about the the outfits and stuff like that. But we were talking about how the Met Gala costs $50,000 a ticket to go mm-hmm. and then it's $300,000 a table. And Jesus. yeah, those are crazy prices. And we were talking about how some people will legit pay the $50,000 to go or mm. even the $300,000 for a table. Because of the opportunity for like growth, like do you think that it, it look it's it's almost like an investment? Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna invest this money to go to the Met Gala. I'm gonna look dope as fuck. They gonna know who I am, mm-hmm. and people are gonna be like, "Yo, who is that?" And they'll reach out and yeah, whatever. But like my only question to you is, do you think can you see a a, a place where you see that as a good investment, or do you think one, that's just a nah one thousand percent? You know my boy Doncely, Generation Typo. Yeah, he's. That's one of his dreams is to have somebody walk in something he made As at the mat. mat. And shout out Don Cell. Hey, if I was a fashion influencer, that would oh, be Oh, 100%. That's, that's his... You know, he, we, you think about big picture, like, that's like a big picture thing for him. Like, that will be a huge thing. And this is the thing that you got to realize, too. sell you got this, bro. That's oh, on yeah. It. I'm just going to wait until you do that. And I will be... You remember the people that at Rocky jumped over that just was there with their phone? That's what that's I'm going to be, be over there. Yeah. <laughs> but... We're not gonna look at Ace that rocket like that. We're gonna say, hold up, I'm here for my man, but what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> Cause we're not tolerating disrespect from this nigga. You don't got the billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look though, this is what I'll say. The uh these brands, like these are a lot of these artists are not fronting that money. Some like yeah, Kim Kardashian. You think Kim Kardashian is paying for that? Nah. If if she if I'm walking they and I'm, low key choosing. If I'm walking in Ricardo Tichy or if I'm walking in Tom Brown or I, I think his name is Tom Brown. If I'm walking in that, a lot of the times my team will get what his team will get with my team, and mm-hmm. we might. And look, that's do that understood together. if you a star. I'm just saying if you are an up and coming, dude. Like Don Sale, you're gonna have to pay the fifty thousand, and then you are still gonna have to pay for your outfit if you mm-hmm. want to wear Ricardo T.G. You're paying him, like he's not gonna say, "Oh, you paid fifty thousand? Okay, I'm gonna give you that." But will you never, I don't, I don't know how it works, but like it I'm just is saying, big though. Think about, okay, think about this. I know people that spend. I just watched this video the other day where this dude said I spent eleven grand in Facebook ads, and I made thirty grand back. That's a look. It's a $19,000 profit. That's right? fucking good. That's <laughs> good. Think about it, though. It's the same concept where it's advertisement. So if you got Ice Spice walking in Chanel. Yeah. Women across the world that watch the mat, they're going to be more inclined to go to Chanel. So if you're an upcoming brand, and let's say you could get like a Meg Thee Stallion or even they had uh, If you could get Diddy or somebody to walk in your shit... Trust me. I definitely understand. It's worth the, it as a. It's wor- if you're up and coming. But I think you'll see the return on that. Definitely understand it for an up and comer as a fashion guy. If you can get mm-hmm. the Ice Spice to walk. Ice Spice walked in Chanel, though. That ain't no small brand. You know? Yeah. I'm saying if you not Ice Spice, if it's you, real, right? Mm-hmm. If you paid the 50, what do you think you paying 50,000 and even paying 300,000 for a table, do you think it's worth it? Because you're really just paying to be seen, it feels like. But it seemed like you're paying a college tuition to be seen. Deadass. Nah, if, with the way that you can be discovered on social media, TikTok, all of that, it's just like I think paying 50000 a couple years ago would make more sense than it does now. Because then, look, you got Ice Spice walking at the Met Gala in Chanel. Is it really the greatest thing anymore. You know what I'm saying? Now think about it from a content creator tax perspective. If you make a million dollars and you know they're going to tax you 300 grand on that million. Terrell, you're not really going to have to. Is it a good investment to you? Yes or no? I, was saying, I would say, I would I say. You're was talking about thinking about taxes. Terrence, think about it. it is the, what if you're a regular person and you now you don't have a business to write off a hundred, oh, 300,000. Okay, Terrence, think about like, let's say somebody like you. Let's say you can muster up $50,000 that you save yeah. To go to the Met Gala. Do I think you're gonna benefit crazy? I don't. <laughs> Jesus don't worry. Christ. Don't worry. Uh H Town. H Town look, H Town. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, H Town. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Hugh. He scared the hell out of me. I Chill. forgot his ass was sitting over here. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if you would benefit from the uh look, I don't know if you would directly benefit. Maybe you get a maybe maybe more brands. Maybe it opens you up to more brands. Maybe it gets what you do more seen. Yeah. Being on TV or just being able to be on the TL, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth 50 grand. Though. You're, I don't know if it, depending on if you're the regular guy, depending on what you do, it may not be worth it. If you're a Don Sale, an up-and-coming brand, and you pay that $300,000 for a table, 100%, I think that you'll see a good profit from yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Because not only do you have the, the stars coming up to your table, you're probably going to have the designers there too. Like That's crazy networking you can yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am the designer here, so and the only reason why I brought that three hundred thousand could be a yeah. good ass investment as a designer. And the only thing like if I'm Doncely and I do pay the fifty thousand just for me to go and mm-hmm. I'm wearing my own shit, I know I'm here still on business. I'm here to network, whatever, and whatever I pay for the ticket, I can hopefully use as a write off for of right my off for of my business. Yeah. All right, bet I see it. So I that's why I'm saying it. It, it would be a benefit either way. Because, uh, But you got to have that money to pay, and that shit is not, not easy. And low-key, the, the I can write it off on my business part is not for everybody. Like, you you got to have a business. You got to have a business to write it to off. Write you write can't off. work at the, yeah. You can't just, <laughs> and that's what I was thinking about. Like, damn, what if I just wanted the fame? Like, like if you were an upcoming rapper? Houston. He chilling. He laid down. Oh, I thought I heard him over there. But yeah. Oh, if you even, wanted the fame, like, if you just an upcoming, like an upcoming person, I just want to put up the 50 to be seen. I don't know, man. Facebook ads. Think the, about it. Who you're right. Facebook. Who's, who's? Yeah, you're right. And this motherfucker was just of a day posted that he made thirty grand on Facebook ads from selling T-shirts. That makes sense to me. Mother's Day's coming up, and I'm selling Mother's Day T-shirts, <laughs> and this is how I made fifty grand in one month. It's like okay, <laughs> this is how I make fifty grand in one month. If it's something like that, because right I'm saying, when you say going on business, not just going for the to be seen. Yeah. But if, this is what I was going to tell you. We're looking at that from a different perspective because I think a lot of people look at the Met Gala as a place that they want to go when they get famous. Let's keep it 100, everybody. When y'all think about the Met Gala, I think you think, okay, famous people go here and dress up. That's what that's like a, a yeah. small consensus. It's the biggest fashion out of the year. Less people think about the designers and the fact that, you know, that's why I think you know people you go, who yeah. say, man, one day, look, uh, me goes and I'm talking about we want to go to the Met. They just want to go there because it's the high class event to dress fast. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think they really want to go there because they want to be on look business and link with brands, oh, and designers. No. Those mm-hmm. are the real people that yeah. would pay and look for an investment. But I think most of us just low key want to be invited. And you know what, Terrence? If you was if you were like let's say you were a, a TV personality, yeah. your agent would want you there. That's my thing. I, I think people you know? want to be able to say, Yo, I'm here and I'm wearing Tom Ford. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you see uh, Stefan Diggs? Yeah, you see, he went because he's a he's a fashion dude. Yeah, and he has a team of designers that probably was like, "Yo, we got your fit." And you definitely write about how up and coming stars want to go. Shea Gil- Gilchrist Alexander had one of his best years, and he's at the mat. Yeah, think about it. If you were, if you uh, and as an NBA nigga, I can put that fifty grand up to go low key, hundred percent. And all I'm doing is getting more fans. and I'm just getting more fans, more awareness. I'm putting myself in the fitness world. These dudes be getting. Look, they'll have a game where they be like. Fuck you, And And look, that's a twenty grand hit. Yeah, are we are gonna find him twenty grand. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, NBA and Shay didn't he just get paid? Mm-hmm. He just got his money. He just de- no. wool... Well, he's definitely invited though. Shay is one hundred percent invited. Yeah. Did you see? Well, I don't know. Let's get let's get let's get past Met. Shout out to everybody who watches the Met Gala, Gala. The ladies who keep up with all of the mm-hmm. commentary. I feel like you see the girls getting a bag when the Met Gala comes on. It seems like the girl that's they. They Super Bowl. They, they big night. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out to all the fashionistas out there that really ate it up. Because trust me, nah, it's for always sure. a great night. It's funny as shit because it's certain things that I'll think is great. Like, I actually thought what Kylie had on was dope, but everybody hated it. Yeah. You I'm know yeah. saying? When you watch the stories, they be I'm like, I'm not a fan. This is what? terrible. Look, where are you going? The Oscars? And you're like, <laughs> what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah. All right, so Lorenz Tate just went viral this past week for his comments on the black actor community. Um, He actually said, I can tell you what he said. He said he feels like that British actors are being valued more than black American actors. And just to kind of dive into a little bit of what he said without getting too crazy. What the hell is my notes? Oh, right here. Uh, He said... Uh... He thinks that Hollywood sees British actors as being able to translate internationally. He thinks that they translate from the U.S. to the different countries. He thinks that Hollywood thinks or sees them as that they can translate mm-hmm. because they simply come from a different area. And I think one of the reasons why I like that he even said that or brought it up is because it seems like people are, you know what I'm saying... A little scared to speak on it. This is the first time I've seen a, and maybe I haven't paid attention. Maybe I haven't done my research, but this is one of the first times I've seen a Black American actor speak out and openly against the fact that British actors do seemingly get mm-hmm. overvalued, or they are more valued than the actors that come from here. Yeah. But they are coming here to play Black our American. roles, yeah. and I've told you, I've spoken this a lot of times on this podcast. I'm not gonna say I have had an issue with it, but I've always seen it in a weird way. That you got All American, you got Snowfall, you got Idris for years. So many you got roles. Da- um, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya winning an Oscar for playing fucking Fred Hampton. I don't see the greatness that y'all see in these British actors. I don't know. I don't see. I think people get so wild by the fact that I'm talking like this, and then yo I can come on and say some. To me, it looks like. I don't know what I don't like about it. If I'm keeping it a Honda. I just feel like you don't come from the trials and tribulations of the lives. Y'all get to come over here from Britain, from Great Britain or whatever the fuck y'all come from. Hey, hey, why, why, then, sorry, why that? Sorry, my Chill. bad. And then y'all come over here and y'all playing. Y'all come and play our history. You you know what I'm saying? It's our history. That's why I loved John, Jonathan Majors be, before we're all just made to hate him before we even know anything for real. But yeah. he was a, he's an American dude. He's from South Carolina. He, like a black dude that's playing black people. He can. I felt like the reason why he was so good in Lovecraft Country was because it just felt like there's a root here. I feel, me personally, I feel when it's a British actor. I've always felt that Frank... Was not African American. He's just playing one. I've always felt that way about Daniel Kaluuya in the Fred in the Fred, um, Fred Umpton movie. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm playing Fred Umpton. Fuck out of here. What the fuck are we doing? This motherfucker can't play Fred Hampton. Y'all give Oscar great job. For that shit? He did a good job if you ask me. Well, guess what I say? I don't think he did a great job. Well, the Academy and he, And maybe Lorenz Tate agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm I want let Tate me then? say this. For a long time, it was just Samuel L. Jackson. Let that was Let me pull this back real quick before you speak. I mean, I mean to cut you off. Go ahead, because you. But I, don't I haven't think, got to say anything I know, on this know. But yet. I just want to say this. I don't think that uh, Daniel Kaluuya did a bad job. I just want to. I don't want that to be on record. I think he did a Terrence. Good job. You. We have a podcast of you trashing this man. No, it's not, literally not a pop, saying, podcast. What was our podcast? I don't think he did it was a called. Trash. Ju- it was called the Black Messiah. The Black or Messiah. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying he's trash or, or whatever. I'm just saying I did not like his performance. I don't want to say he's trash. I don't want that on record. Okay. Uh, what, all I was gonna say is that for a long time it was just Samuel L. Jackson that would speak on this exact thing right here, because when David Oyelowo played Martin Luther King, he said, "I don't think that motherfucker doesn't know he does I would rather see somebody that experiences American racism on a day-to-day they, basis mm-hmm. as a black person in America take on a role like that. Yeah, because it's not the same over there as here. Not there's colorism, there's racism. Worldwide, you know what I'm saying? The darker, the darker you are, wherever you are, the harder you have it. 100. That's just a fact. But American racism is literally like a different beast. And so, for a long time, it was just Samuel Jackson that was the only one that will say, you know what, this is some bullshit. I don't I don't like it. But I mean, to me, I definitely do see that. Hollywood values these actors in a different way, and I think it's something that you gotta kind of be Black American to really truly understand and see the difference. If you're not, if you're not somebody that resonates with the culture and you look at it that way, you'll see that. You're wrong, Terrell Lowkey, about Samuel Jackson and what he said. I'm gonna let you finish. My what bad. He, but, he but what I'm, he correct, was talking me. about what? Daniel Kaluuya in Get Out. And, oh, okay, yeah, 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 that's what it was. You're right. Somebody else said something about David Oyelowo. I yeah. forget what nah, it was. No, but David Oyelowo, he literally, you could take exactly what Sam said right here. I tend to wonder what the movie would have been with an American brother who really feels that. You had, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was, my bad. Somebody else said something about, I think it might have been Samuel L. Jackson on David Oyelowo years later, but just in more of a subtle way. That was the one that caused the big controversy. Yeah, and let me read this to you. This is Idris Elba's... Idris Elba's uh, his response to Sam was, you know what I know is Sarah, I'm just not read. Do it. It. All right, sorry. You said black women in America versus English wo- versus an English woman, Elba said. Like being English makes you less black. To me, that defines how unintelligent the argument is. No disrespect to anyone who has that feeling. It is what it is. I'll tell you what, Idris. I don't think just because you got black skin that you can relate to a black American woman. And I think that's why he said black women in America, because black women in America are different from black women over in fucking Terrence. great fucking Britain. And it's not unintelligent to I'll say that. It's there. unintelligent to think, oh, we're all black. No, the fuck we ain't. Yeah, we are. But this is the thing, Terrence. Let no, me, we ain't. Hold on, let me correct we you. We are all African-American. No, we're not. Idris Elba is not American at all. He's black. Okay, we're all. He's black. You get, you get what I'm saying, though. He black, but he is When you black. fill out your application, here, Idris, you're going to put African-American he, or black slash black because he doesn't call it. That's why it says slash black. You know how I look at it. I get what you're saying, but the correct because no. this is how they see it. Oh, OK. But I, I align completely with you because we are both black when low key. That's not true. Right. You, you That's what I don't like about Idris. Sorry. I'll let you go. You're right that the experiences are different and we are both black, right? And not nobody is saying that because you English, it makes you less black. But what you said before, re- talk, relating to a black American woman yeah. is different than over there. But it doesn't make you less black, but the experience is very different. That's now let true. me say what it just continued to say. The fact the fact is, he said we're all black. You get a Scottish actor playing an Irish actor or an English actor, you don't hear about a debate. Christ, I, I wish I could talk to him face to face right now. But amongst ourselves, we want to point fingers because we come from a conditioning that makes people ju- that makes people just make sure, make sure where are you from and are you authentic from where you're from? How black are you? And it comes down to the caste system, and it's annoying to me. Really annoying. He said his grandfather fought for World War for the country. I come to this country and someone says to me, "You ain't American." I'm like, "Huh? How dare you, man? It's acting, Idris. Your ass ain't American. Am I tripping? No, nah, but I get what he's. I get what he's saying. But, you ain't American. But I get. If what I he- go over to fucking Great Britain and play a role out there, it's acting. Can I say that I'm British? Even if my father went over there and fought in the Britain War, am I growing up in Britain? No. So can I say I'm British? No. And y'all motherfuckers won't hesitate to tell me I'm not British. So Idris, sorry, bruh. You cannot play both sides. You can't be yeah. African-American slash black. But then you out here saying you're British because y'all know what we see? Idris, when somebody asks you what you are, you're here. You act here. You do these roles here. Snowfall, Uh Damson. Even brought from All-American, Daniel uh, Yellowo and David Kaluuya. All you motherfuckers (laughs) do roles here. You're not doing African roles. You're not doing British roles, except Idris is because he does Luther. But most of your shit is here. When we ask you what you are, you're going to say, I am British. I am from Great Britain. I'm not from here. I'm not these niggas here. So look, stop trying to align with us when you low-key don't want to. You just want that next role. Say that. You black, Idris, because you still want to be in running for that next nigga role, right? Right? This is the issue that I have, Terrell. This is the issue that I've always had. You want me to tell you that you black. Oh, you American. Terrence, you're blowing this shit way out of the proportion. You know how I feel about this shit. I get what you're saying, but relax, because you starting to take it and you fucking... you You pinata in it, because let's stay focused on the shit. This is what we do. Did, nah, but did, I'm because I'm with you. But at nobody the same told time, him he wasn't American enough. You're just not e- American. I get what you. I, Case I, closed, I get what you're saying. And that's you coming over here and acting doesn't make you American. It's not acting. It, it is just acting. And you're acting like the people over here, but you're not one of them. That's true. I don't think I will say this. I don't think you could come over here and say that because if you you're right. If you go somewhere else. Based on, and we've seen it a thousand times, based on accent, when we have uh, black folks play African roles, well, that accent is just a little, people speak on it, and they have a right to, because... Or British roles. Or British roles. British roles. Yeah. You have a right to speak on the accent or whatever, because you're not from there. You're, we're not, they're not from there. So people are going to be critical, as we can be critical, about people that come here and play roles here. And we are seeing the trend that the value has changed a little bit. Now, It's a little bit of a step up if you walk in the interview room and you got a little bit of a UK accent? Right. And that's why I said Versus him saying, oh, you get a Scottish actor playing an Irish character or an English actor, you don't hear a debate. That's because it's not a fucking imbalance of this shit. You're on the part of a team that's like not getting affected and you playing that, I don't see what the big deal is, bro. Son, like, if you don't see the issue... With the fact that most of these roles out here are played by British Americans who don't come from out here, I think you could understand the pushback of like, cause this is my thing. They would understand it if it was happening over there. Right. We could call it cosplay. We could. Because a lot of y'all come over here and play. And you just playing. Think about Playing what you've seen on TV and what you grew up looking at. You didn't grow up and grow up in the neighborhood. That's why I said, I don't like to see Franklin come from Great Britain and you go play a nigga from. South Central LA. I'm like, yo, we ain't have no brothers acting from South Central. This is a new role. We didn't nobody knew who Damson was. It yeah. ain't like same thing with the dude from All american Right. I think Damson's one of them first ones that was able to wow the translation from me speaking in Britain and just he wowed John with his LA mm-hmm. language. He it wowed just, him. It's funny because it just actually was of the first to do that. With uh Idris the first with the wire. With the wire, yeah. And that's my issue. My own Idris, and you went in there hiding your British accent, trying to act like you was American. He didn't go with Terrence. I'm not gonna let you do that. Terrell, but Idris true. went in there and hid Terrence. his accent. I, I've heard the story. You I've heard him tell the story of he, hiding his accent, and then the dude came up and said, Hey, are you British? Like, do you have a British accent? And he had to be like, actually. yeah, nah, yeah, he like he did, and the dude but, said he loved it. Because you translated perfectly yeah. he wanted to he did do that now the way the way that story goes is he felt like since he if he had an accent people would it would take away from his people it would take away people's ability to accept his portrayal back then that was way before where we at now my issue that I have with the the swing of UK black folks coming over here and playing American roles is y'all don't come over here and play role now it That goes back to writing too, but y'all not coming over here playing roles that put us in the best light. Most of the roles y'all are playing are American black roles that are of the American black stereotype of the dude that does drugs or it's an illegal operation or he's a fucking, like, Lamar from uh, BMF. Yeah. That dude that plays Lamar is from the UK. And you play the most evil Nigga from Detroit over here, and that's my issue. Like Frank from Snowfall, you play, you know what I'm saying? You're running the fucking biggest. It's it's crack. Nah yeah. And that's the only issue that I have is the is the the representation don't even match. It's not it's that's my issue. Yeah. Is the the choice of role, but I know that goes back to writing and everything. So nah yeah. I I and like I said, like I'm I'm not trying to be too tight on it, but I am tight on it, like. Because y'all will get up there and say shit like, look, my grandfather fought the second war for this country. What the fuck does that have to do with you being an American? It literally nah, makes, that's like you. me saying, my grandfather traveled to Great Britain back in, who give a fuck? That's true. That's true. And I think the fact that. And then me saying that I'm British, y'all, because my grandfather been here, he stepped on this soil before. Right. I'm with you. Now, to me, the fact that um, Lorenz is even bringing that up shows how some, he's just, you could tell when he said it, that it was like, shit, I'm actually saying like this now. Saying you seen the video yeah. of he him saying it? Like what did he say it on? uh? It was on Earn Your Leisure. Oh, it was on Earn Your Leisure. Yeah, he was, he started saying it and it was like, you could tell when somebody says some shit and it's like, damn, I'm actually saying this now. And he was trying to be like, yeah, well, we just, it seems like Nah, we right with you, Lorenz. I can see right through that. to lose, Lorenz. I see right through it. Lorenz, you're right on, brother. And I think it might have opened the, the door to... I mean, I think he kind of introduced how a lot of black American actors may feel. Because you've been saying this, like you said, for a long time. 100%. So... 100%. It's, it's honestly... Y'all go back and watch that crazy Black to... Messiah episode. That was yeah, a good episode. That was a good episode. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't called The Black Messiah, real. What was it called? It was called, like, the something in the... I'm going to tell you right now. Go it was through. Judas and the Black Messiah, wasn't it? It was Judas and the Black Messiah, the movie, but our podcast was called something different. The Black Panther? No, I forget what it was. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting, interesting to see a conversation that we had on a podcast months ago, or at this point years ago, or for years now, be translated to somebody in the industry. Speaking on it, yeah. Who's speaking on the exact same thing. We talked about it a long time ago. We did. We talked about it. The episode was called Jesus. I'm scrolling. I felt like, what the hell is going on? It's nah, not I'm that one. We had a hella podcast, bro. you'll see it. It was, it was the only podcast that we titled in like all capital letters because of the way we talked about it. Jeez, bro, I'm at 50. No, nah, I was way past 50, T. It went down in the 40s, 60s. I don't know. Just search. You doing this shit the wrong way. Th- let me tell you, Terence is the worst. If you tell Terence to search some shit, just spread hate on my name. If you tell him to search something, the w- and you watch him search, it's like, yo, fuck you talking about pussy. You're wrong. Episode thirty six, two thousand twenty one. It's called I Am <laughs> a Revolution. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a good one. That's a real. Oh damn, good you, right. you know what? I owe you apology. You do, and you, know, you still you, search shit like some trash. So does that apology stick? Does that is what I have to accept? That is what you have to accept. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, that was a good episode. We to- we we definitely dove deep into it. Damn, and that lets you know we had 150 now. That was two years ago. That was episode 36. That's over two years ago in February. Oh, my 19th. God. That was one of the first episodes, y'all, where we argued about a topic for over an hour. Nah, yeah, And that was back when me and Terrell didn't know about this podcast and shit like that. We was like, this bitch ass nigga's not letting me talk. We was yelling at yeah, yeah, each yeah. other. Oh, loud my God. We look shit ain't changed. Nope. <laughs> what changed? <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. We got a uh, course of action because I got a roll. I got a birthday party. It's my goddaughter's birthday and I'm trying to get that cake, y'all. He's literally trying to just get birthday cake. Okay. Um We only going to do a couple. And I got one. Okay. That somebody sent me. You wanna go first? Yeah. This dude, uh, shout out to all of these brothers that sent me a uh, course of actions. And it's funny because a lot of y'all course of actions be based on y'all real life. <laughs> um, this dude said, you and your girl are arguing all day. Shout out to you. His name's Dallas. Uh, Trash name. Sorry. First of well, all. Look, we, Commanders, we Commanders fans out here. It translates too close. His name is Dallas. He probably is not even a Dallas fan. What if he's a Washington Commanders fan? Well, then you got to come out and say Dallas. My name is Dallas, the Washington Commander fan. Otherwise, it's Smoke. Imagine my name is Raider. I'm not going to think about my football team, Terrence. Well, you a lame-ass right. nigga. Niggas be calling their dogs and their kids Dallas after the Cowboys through. I'm sorry. Is niggas be dead-ass niggas he probably after that is from, I think he's from Texas. <laughs> you, cool, you cool, bro. Cause of action question. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got um, beef with me. Come on. Out, shout out to you, Brody. Um, and he did look I'm a huge fan of you. I've been rocking you all since high school, and that's how you treat him? Fuck this nigga, I wouldn't listen to another podcast he put out. Don't do me like that. You know how I fuck with you, and you know, first of all, that name is crazy. Come on, you know how I get down. That's like going around a crib and you got on red. they going to say, who the fuck is he? He's your biggest fan. Oh, well, what's up? Where you from? Okay. You know? Don't come in here dressed like that. I you just think it's fuck. fucked up. To say nothing, Dallas? Fucked up. Dallas? Okay, you cool. We fuck you. Parents, fuck your commanders. They suck. For y'all I'm some trash. I fuck with them. What are y'all? Garbage. Zero. Zero. Nobody gives a fuck about y'all and Ross. Nobody cares. Y'all got Sean Payton. He's washed. Terrence, we went this nigga t- was just sitting on TV last year calling the games. And he's about to come with y'all bum ass as an old nigga coaching another old nigga. You're y'all sure. just gonna go out there and lose. All that Sorry. matters is that we, we still got shiny diamonds. Right? We, went out, we got a ring less than 10 years ago. When the last time y'all even saw, the, saw a ring? The last time we won. Let me think. Who did we play? Who did we bust their ass with the first black quarterback? Who's t- what team did we bust their ass for our last one? I think they from Colorado. Terrence, y'all didn't beat us in the Super Bowl the last sure, time last that one. We won oh, yeah, y'all yeah, did. Y'all yeah, did. That was in the, the first black quarterback. Okay, Now yeah, y'all got a black quarterback who's corny as hell. Oh, yeah. I'm this black. Man, this oh, nigga yeah, I'm said, white. look. Oh, I'm, I'm a surf guy. Do y'all guy. hear what he guy. said? Do y'all hear I'm that? This guy. Do you hear the this age? This nigga's a fucking mixed bag man, of, of. Listen to the age behind your ring. The accolade behind your ring is it was the first black quarterback. It's, we just had three black quarterbacks going in the first round. <laughs> This we talking had about the, the first black quarterback win a Super Bowl. When's the last black quarterback to win a Super Bowl? You tell me that, Terrell. Look, this last year, Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, right? He ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> you see his wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, come on. Course of action. Ask, ask my man Dallas questions. My man Dallas. Look, my good man Dallas. Dallas only be listening to the podcast for me. You gonna go look? Dallas at Dallas done already turned this shit off. What he say? You gonna go? Name? To, you can go to following <laughs> and just see me? <laughs> In the Mally bro's Instagram, you not Fuck dead, <laughs> but look, he said, You and your girl arguing all day. She uh then she tells you she's going to the grocery store, but she doesn't return until the next day. Obviously, when she walks through the door, she doesn't have groceries. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first thing you say when you when she walks in, based on a true story? <laughs> I would definitely, I feel like if you know me. I'm going to get on my, I, I know I'm dreaming. I'm going to make, it's going to be a show. Oh, I know that. I'm going to have the dogs with me. I know that ain't mommy coming home. Oh, you better not meet, let me have a kid or nothing because the whole family is included in this. There's mommy with the fruit snacks. Go meet mommy. Mommy going to come in with just her purse and her story that she obviously got made up. Look at my face. I already know what you're going to say. I'm different. Mommy going to show up. and she going to come back. And look, you see, I said, look, what's the first thing you say when she walks in? Let's take them last three words off. She walks in. She's going to walk up to the door and go, chick it, chick it. Chick it. <laughs> Fuck, my key ain't working. My garage my. door open and not working.
1: She's going to have to a, knock.
0: I'm going to put a bucket of flour right there so when she walks through it's just going. Whoa. <laughs> and now you got to tell your story looking all dumb and shit with the flour on. <laughs> and you should have got flour at the grocery store because now you're covered <laughs> in it. <laughs> and I hope your kids see this <laughs> like you including the kids you trying to and the dog I got the dog on the leash first of all this is a wild ass situation y'all argued all day you said you going to the grocery store and you don't come back with the groceries first of all this nah, would never yet. be me cause we sharing location I'm gonna know if you had hit the Wegmans look I see you not at the Wegmans yet did you make it what's going on I don't give a fuck if you upset nah yeah I done already started my taken two plotline story I'm trying to figure out who the fuck got my lady where the fuck she at there's no way she ain't coming home right. from the gro- from the Krogers, right or the Piggly Wiggly. Or the w- fuck we at. Yeah, the I'm she pulling was, up at like whatever, whatever address you at. I do not give up where you went. I'm going to each and every aisle with the conveyor belt stopping everybody. Where she at? Where she at? Yeah. <laughs> but. But no, nah, that's crazy. That's I, honestly, a, that's a Dallas, call, if you could, send me a message on how you handled that, bro. Because. Where did she go? Well, what I don't even know what I would do. I would think that I was damn punk. Prank. Nah, yeah. She got to tell me that. That's insane. She like fainted or some shit and fell out. I'm not gonna believe any. I don't give a damn if you say you got kidnapped by the KGB. You was trapped. They they waterboarded you and you got your freedom. I don't believe you. I don't believe you at all. And we share location. So if your location if your location go off, oh I, right. you definitely was some. You were somewhere. I'm gonna just think the worst. <laughs> nah, oh. yeah, you're right. The last one that I had, T. Somebody asked me about uh, being in the woods. You know, he was like, you know how if you see a bear in the woods and it's brown, lay down. If it's if it's no if it's if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, wow. lay down. If it's white, you won't be all right because a polar bear or something like that. I don't know. Uh, anyway, he basically was asking me, "Do you think you, how do you think you could fight a bear in the woods? Like if you let's say you and your girl in the woods, yeah, on a hike, la 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 la, walking, and then you see a bear, what the fuck you doing? Really? Because if it's brown, y'all gonna lay down, and if it's black, are uh, y'all gonna fight back? All I know is that this motherfucker is getting ready to charge you. I would never be in that situation. I think black folks, our first inclination if, is to run. I'm dipping. Y'all going to have to prove to me that these motherfuckers run as fast as y'all say. And I'm hoping that I get to a point where y'all are going to help. Because okay. how fast <laughs> I need to. Just, bears run? It's going to be capped. They're going to say some bullshit like 35 miles an hour. 100% of brown bear runs 35 miles an hour on the spot. That's bullshit. Terrence, this is what you need to realize. You have two legs. He has four. Watch. Anything that doubles your... You have... Do you think you can make some shit faster if you're cooking than a nigga I that has will, four arms? Sorry, look. This what no. I, this what he's I'm, getting shit before you. Just like these motherfuckers can run faster. I've never seen a bear hawk anything down. I want you to show me a video right now of a bear chasing anything down. I've never seen it. Terrence, what they're chasing down is also faster than you. You are literally the slowest. You would be the Show slowest a thing bear, in a safari. You, I've seen a lion, cheetah, leopard, hyena. Those are those are all 10 times faster I, than you. I've, I know. And I've seen them hawk shit down. Do you I've kn- only seen a bear eat fish and berries and shit. I've never seen a bear get to something and get it. So guess what? You know what I can't survive? The don't move. Do you know how? If it's brown, stick around. And then this motherfucker gonna come in. I'm dying. Cause soon as I feel this big ass energy, have like you ever been around a big, big ass dog? The energy. It ain't even about the size. It's just like so much energy. And I know it's a bear. I might look down at his claw and be like, "Fuck it." The fastest on record a human has ever run is 27 miles per hour, and that was the fastest person runs. The average it has never been proven. The we average human can only make it. To about 12 to 15 miles an hour. Do you know how when you run on a treadmill and you put that shit on 15, you start getting winded as fuck? Do you know how fast an elephant runs? 25 miles per hour. This is. Do you think an elephant can't hawk you down? This is what I wanna know. They eat berries and shit. The information that you are giving right now, who gathered it? Who told the bear to go from here to there at full speed and clocked him and said, Ten, you, I think you're doing, I think that these numbers are based on like it's weight. And, and, and it could probably... And look at the old-ass bear that they got up there like from back in the day. That ain't even a fucking... Terrence, this motherfucker will hawk you down and eat you. I'm sorry, he'll break your legs. Soon as they say, don't move, I'm doing this. Look. And I'm fucking kicking And it. now, now we're all... Di- shit. Now he's going to slap me down, cross the chest, slit my throat. What would the bear do that for? Terrence, I don't know. If it's brown, just lay down and he'll leave you alone. Follow just the rules. Just lay down. Does that really sound like the best survival tactic? He's going to come smell you. Smell you? Guys, this ain't Jurassic Park. This ain't a fucking movie. You're going to die. He going to say, laying down must be lunch. (laughs) He not about to chase you because he don't chase the deer out here. He ain't chasing nothing else. No way, Terrell. Just invest in bear spray if y'all go camping because bear spray is. Oh, I'm going to just toss my whatever. They like other shit. Bears like shit. You got a burger or some shit. Bro, you're good. And bears What's be nicked. What's the slowest bear? This motherfucker's really on bears. The That's slowest crazy. bear is the sloth bear, which is a weird-ass, ugly-ass bear. And they said technically the sloth is in the bear family. Who the fuck knew that? Who the fuck knew that the sloth was related to the bear? That's your cousin that you don't look like, Whoa. y'all? So you're like, he family? Who? Sloths. You know, sloths, they're in the bear family. I thought it was in the monkey family. You kind of look slothish. Terrence,
1: like what a you sloth look, boy. was
0: like, "Yo, I'm trying to be a human." You built like it's a Kodiak the that they would come out with. What kind of? This you, is what we got. You built like a Kodiak bear. Look it up. That's the one from. That. Yeah, the most popular bear. I'm about to say that that joint looks sweet. If I were to get a bear tattoo, I'm getting a Kodiak bear tat. Grizzly. I want the big joint, grizzly. Nah, them the motherfuckers okay. that you'll definitely die. Terrence, you will die from the Kodiak. You will die from the Polar. You will die from the Brown. You will die from the Alaskan Molissarian joint. I'm not dying from a Polar bear. Them motherfuckers not even. That's the one where they say if it's white, you're not going to be all right. I don't even know if that's the term, but. The camper's about to be at your neck. This motherfucker got our whole shit twisted. They have bear spray, which you can get. We're going to do one more. And you know what? Humans, we should have known salmon was bomb. These motherfuckers eat nothing but salmon. Bears, they don't eat shit. But if you a polar bear, you eat salmon. They eat that fresh salmon too. Nigga's getting it straight off the. Go ahead, go, Terrence. With limits. your, go ahead with your what's Cause I gotta get make it to this birthday. Cause I gotta get make it. Fuck out of here. Driving to an interview and in, and in traffic, and I fucked with this one. This is a funny one. You drive into an interview in traffic, and you get into it with another driver. You cut them off. You roll your window down, cuss them out, flick them off. Come on, on. stop from the beginning, because you wasn't listening. I missed the first part. I was looking at a polar bear. <laughs> driving to an interview and you're driving to a job interview and, in tra- and you're in traffic. And you get into it with another driver. You cut them off. You roll your window down and cuss them out. And you flick them off. You get into it. You get to your destination where you're interviewing. And the person that was in traffic is the person you're interviewing with. Like the person you flicked off and cussed out. That's the person who you interview with. Oh, damn. You walk in. I already cut them off. You already cussed them out, flicked them off. Damn. And the way you walk in, when you walk in, they're sitting right there. I'm going to be completely honest and just try to see if this interview is even worth having. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Number one, what I just displayed was my dedication to this job. <laughs> I just displayed nothing but pure dedication, willpower, will break the law to show how committed I am to this company. Can we still have the interview or no? Yeah, don't let him be on a panel because, look, I'm talking to the whole panel. The dedication that I had for this job (laughs) was just put on display before I got here and Philip knows. I read his name tag. Look, things that I said to you, Philip. I don't know if you want to share with everybody. Nah, because if I'm on a panel, I'm like, what the fuck happened, Phil? Phil, Phil, what did he do? What's he talking about? He called me a a bitch. and if you if you do that, Phil, then you just lit me, you just going to you wanna light me up and I'm lighting you up in front of your whole What's staff. You better not do that. This is my thing, Phil. Low-key, if I'm flicking you off and I'm cutting cussing you out, I'm not doing that shit for no reason because I'm not the road rage type. You must have really got under my skin. So low-key, when I get to the job interview, I might lose my shit when I see brah. Remember when uh Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness was met up with Jay Twistle? And then Jay Twistle got him to interview with the Older white dude that ran the company and they ended up giving him a job even though he have on a he, have, he didn't have on a shirt. Yes, Terrell, I've seen Pursuit of Happiness. That's your moment right there. You should still be able to get that job. You just got to say some clever shit like he said. Nah, see, that's not that moment. That moment he got there, he was on time, he just wasn't dressed right. This man had paint on him. He had on a wife beater and a great uh. But break. look, he didn't have no conflict with them to pick them. The Pursuit of Happiness joint would be like the dude he didn't pay in a taxi cab. When mm-hmm. he gets there, the, the taxi driver is one of the people that's interviewing. I'm like, oh, you just disrespecting me. Like, you this, you flick this person off. Fuck you, motherfucker. Don't nah, know yeah. how to fucking drive. <laughs> then I get to my interview. I'm sounding all professional. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But it just hurt my street voice. You know what? What if you if you the interviewer? If I'm the interviewer and that happened, uh, I don't know. I used to be a friend. I was a fringe guy like this. I might hire you. Okay. Because you got oh, that. Shit. You're not afraid. you had a the Kobe thing. Anybody that's not mm-hmm. afraid to fuck with me is not afraid to play with nah, me type shit. Yeah. It's just sometimes you got to use that fire in the right place. Then you see that motherfucker going off on a customer and you say, oh, damn, this was a bad mistake. Because mm-hmm. low key. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't care what y'all say in that situation. You're not getting that job. It's a wrap. You're I used to have, I used to have, rest in peace, my boy, Matthias. Matthias was 16. He was the most hood And he ended up, you know, unfortunately passing away earlier this year. But he was somebody that was fiery. And the the average person probably wouldn't take him serious. And we said, you know, we about to give this much. Shout out to my boy Steve. Steve is the one who actually hired him. When I met Matias, I said, oh, hell no. He hood Uh as hell, Steve. (laughs) But then look, he was sharp as fucking sales. He was great. Put that motherfucker in the front. He was my best personal credit card. He used to say shit. I, I used to tell you this. He used to say shit that had nothing to do with the store. Fuck these other stores, bro. Ain't, ain't nobody fucking with us. We'd be like, bruh. nope. It's not a competition. It's fine. We're we're not beefing with any of these other stores. It's all we all good. We just trying to make budget. Yeah. But that fire, we used that fire. He ended up being great. Sad we couldn't keep him, cause he ended up losing his he ended up losing his life. Nah, yeah. Same shit. R. I. P. He was definitely a cool guy. He was great. He just Needed that redirection, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah, that's it. That, that uh, I guess we could do another one. But do you want to do sports? Ah, uh, we could. I don't really have shit to say for sports, except. I mean, yeah, we do got to do sports. Fuck. Do we have sports? I mean, don't really have shit to say for sports either. I mean, this is what I'll say. We talk too much shit about Memphis. We got to get on there and talk about how they lost. We definitely have to talk about how they lost. So we look. We don't have to play the music. Uh damn no. I just don't feel like hooking up. I'm trying to get this cake. Uh... Y'all see how you cutting y'all podcast short for some fucking birthday cake? It's going to be two hours. You can't hours. be a couple le- hours late to a fucking kid's party gonna cut the cake soon as you walk through the door? First of all, you could be late to an adult party, but with a child, you just look like a piece of shit. You, you just look like a piece of shit. Fucking child. The least you could do is be on time for a child if you can't be on time for an adult. Adults are understanding. We have jobs. Guess we don't have jobs and don't understand. Children. Yeah. And they don't have to because they're children. This motherfucker been talking the whole time about cake. Not going and seeing a child. You're not saying I got to get to see. First of all, I got to go to the My target. goddaughter. I got to go you to the. You talking about, I need to get to this cake. That's why I'm saying, that's why I'm saying what you're saying. I do with the birthday cake. But of course, my goddaughter, I love her. I got to go to the Target to get a gift bag. I got to go Soraya, to. play the sports you dropped. Before Tearing you up. piss me off. This is what we'll say for sports. My uh, My Grizzlies got bounced. And it was in the most embarrassing fashion ever. Let me tell you all something, right? Because I love that series. Shout out to the Lake Show. Shout out to the Lakers fans. Just beat Golden State in game one. That was phenomenal. And honestly, the Lakers are really proving my early predictions about them very wrong because AD has blossomed into something crazy. They got people stepping up, X, Y, Z. Back to the Grizzlies. These motherfuckers didn't go out there and lose by five. Damn! It came down to the wire. Look, they up to. Somebody got a lucky three. His two seconds left. There's nothing else you can do. Grizzlies lose. These motherfuckers went out and got destroyed in the worst way. It made it so that you can't even say, "Damn, you know that last call was bullshit." We could have won. Type shit. It was just embarrassing, bro. That was bad. It was. It was painful to watch. Even when they start putting in the 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 when they took Ron them out, yeah, you got random motherfuckers making threes back to back for the Lakers. It was bad, bro. It was bad. Nah, it was. It was bad. There's no parade in Memphis. It's not no parade inside that city. Got to give it to L. A. We gotta give it to L. A. They already getting. They about to get smoked by my uh my Warriors. I don't know if I said I said this on the uh on the T. O. on Twitter, but just beat their ass in game one at the Bay. I'm officially rocking with the Golden State Warriors. I said that it was underdogs on Twitter and everybody was like killing me because they're the reigning champs. And I didn't really mean that they entered the playoffs as underdogs. I just meant, I think going forward against the Nets, Suns, and Lakers. N- you mean Nuggets? I'm sorry, Nuggets, Suns, and Lakers. I just feel like I don't see them beating either of those three teams. And y'all saw it last night with the Lakers. It's not as clean cut as it was last year for sure. Not, And it wasn't clean cut last year either though. That's why they're not underdogs. Because it mm. wasn't like they were the number one seed last year. And we've been since the last podcast. Steph put up fifty. You had James Harden put up that crazy forty-five mm. point game. Like the it's NBA playoffs basketball. is just great. I wish we had like a daily show we could do because it does seem like it's a lot to keep up with. But it's definitely a lot of basketball. Who are, what you, are you going you- with, Philly and uh, Boston. Boston? Yeah. I man, I love the Celtics. I love that Celtics team. Yeah. I love Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Der- I'm a big Derek White fan. I'm rocking um, with the Sixers and the MVP. Joel Embiid. He got a pity award. Let's talk about it. You cried for the award and got it. Only thing you led in was scoring.
1: I think they would have said That was
0: it. That's all you led was scoring, and you had great defense. You had better defense than Jokic. They would have said he cried for it regardless. I just feel like, to me, it's tough to beat that. Nobody wanted to give Jokic the third in a row, but I'm of the belief that when you just look at it, this motherfucker, he was better than you, and now he's outplaying you again, and you're hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then when y'all, and then you know what? I was kind of with people saying, all right, you know, let's see. But then when you really break, peel back the stats, it's like, damn, he averaged more than this for you. Damn. Okay, you got scoring, but he got this, he got that, he got this, and then you have defense, cool. But I, I, I get it. I respect the NBA. It was both. It was gonna be either one or two. Yeah. How do you feel about um, going back to the Memphis thing? How do you feel about Dylan Brooks being not told that he's not coming back under certain circumstances? There's certain, there's a lot of response to that. I'm not rooting for no player's demise. I actually fucked with the fact that Dylan Brooks wasn't afraid to go at Braun and talk shit. And you know what happens in sports and media. You talk shit. And, you know, sometimes you get your foot in your mouth. Sometimes you talk shit and you lose. Sometimes you talk shit and you win. I think... A lot of people don't like the way in which he talks shit, and I think the learning lesson comes from that, but I don't think any of us want to see him without a job. It's the the same thing we watched it happen with Kyle Kuzma. I watched y'all do it the first time I ever really seen it was with Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma did not perform the greatest in the finals. Mm -hmm. And literally, L.A., people, they shit on Kyle Kuzma. They shit on him so bad that I wanted him to be good. And then all of a sudden, he came to the Wizards, and I'm like, oh, I'm behind you tenfold now. And what did he do? Came to the Wizards and cooked. And what are people saying? Nothing. People ain't even saying, damn, y'all, we were wrong about Kyle Kuzma. People ain't even saying that. We watched L.A. fans say his career was over with, low-key. You're finished. You're just going to go to Washington and be trash. So my thing is, and the only reason why I'm bringing this up, because he balled out in Washington, whether he gets it from us or somebody else, Kyle Kuzma's getting a huge contract coming up. So just letting y'all know that, he's getting his money. So y'all look dumb, everybody who counted him out. Didn't people shit on him because they were trying to make it seem like he didn't have a good finals performance, bro. But he was taking all the pictures with the trophy. He took the Kobe mm. pick. Yeah. And I get it. Like, low-key, like I said, in your career, you're going to have moments where, low-key, people are going to shit on you, but I'm not going to be one of the people that's going to count you out. You missed a game-winning shot, people are going to say, man, get the fuck off our team. That's fine. But, like, when it comes to somebody like Dylan Brooks, I want to see him get back on his feet. I do want to see him be rowdy and a good person on another team. I do think them not bringing him back to Memphis is strictly because there's too much going on around our team, and you became bigger than... You became low-key bigger than everything. Mm -hmm. Your shit talk low-key amping other teams up. They want to play us. Yeah. And I honestly felt like, though, I felt like it was a culture that y'all allowed and y'all created from a leadership perspective. Uh Uh-huh. Because... They're, you're not doing that if your coach is you Udoka. You're not, you, you're not doing that if your coach is one of these. Even look, even like a uh You're talking like a Greg Popovich, a Doc Rivers, even a uh, um, What's my man that coached the Clippers? Doc Rivers. No, not Doc Rivers, he coached Philly. Uh Clippers is, is uh, it Talu. Even somebody like that, like the, the cultures that these coaches create, you're responsible for the culture you create. There's a lot of leadership problems in Memphis. I didn't like the fact. That they said, oh, yeah, he's not coming back under any any circumstance. Because even though he was on some bullshit, it makes it it seem like you putting it all on this man's shoulders type shit. In a sense. That's what Perk was talking about. Like, okay, he couldn't back up his trash talk. Defensively, that defense was his strong suit. He was terrible on defense. He had that three that wasn't going in.
1: Even though it's
0: on him, Perk, we don't want to hear that shit from you. you and nobody from the media, because low key the media be having a little something to do with that. Y'all will get up there and say, "Yeah, Dylan Brooks is trash. Oh yeah, he's trash. He can't hit this man." If you think that that's not aiding to them not bringing people back, because even in the media, you don't want a player like that on your team. The same way they don't want Russ. It's the, same the same way thing. they have dog Russ. But it's the same. I mean, but I get what Perk now saying people the same don't want to have saying. the Russ on their team. Perks saying the same thing you saying though. Like, all right, and he will probably say the same about Russ. Nah, yeah, he did. But my thing is this: they'll come out and say it afterwards. But then my issue is if Perk had had a say in everybody's everybody shitting mm-hmm. on him, because low key, you're right. Everybody kind of has a hand in creating this, even the fans. The fans jump on board with fuck Dylan Brooks, fuck him. It it make me as an owner be like, all right, yikes. It does, and I th- you know the uh, what's his name. Damn, I forget what I was getting ready to say. The uh, You see how the Knicks fans are running the receipts on everybody that was talking shit? That's one thing that I did want to say about the Knicks. Because the Knicks are doing really well. But who are the Knicks playing right now? They're playing the Heat. Oh, it's 1-1 heat. right I'm, now. I'm, I don't know why I'm tripping. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's That's 1-1. the one series we didn't talk about. They did. The, that and then the Nuggets and Suns. Nah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. not But, I mean, everything is kind of still. I mean, everything's up in the air. I think the Nuggets are going to win. Um, and we can't really talk right now. And then y'all tune in next week, and then the series be over. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. No bullshit. But um, the Knicks fans, you see, you know, Michael Rappaport was like, you, you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but I, I I was they was running all of the receipts. Michael Rappaport was like, "Fuck the Knicks, I'm out." He was a big Knicks fan. Then he showed up with that Nets gear on. He basically said, "Fuck the Knicks," and went to the Nets. Now that the Knicks are doing great. Oh, now nah, he's trying now to, he try to say I'm a real Knicks fan. Fuck out of here. Same thing with Stephen A. They were talking about Stephen A. You told shit about the Knicks for years. Now they're doing good and you want to be all happy and you clapping and shit in that Can't post. Can't do camp. that. Can't do that to Stephen A. Why not? Because we've watched Stephen A at least stand by the Knicks. You never seen Stephen A say, stand the by. Knicks. The Knicks fans Knicks, were saying. The Knicks have done horrible things that deserved Stephen A's reactions. When they drafted that dude, Frank. Frank, the the they they drafted that. That fr- the that d- the French black dude over Mad Talent, and then Stephen A was like, "Yo." When Stephen A was critical that they didn't go out and get Donovan Mitchell, he was not on board with Jalen Brunson at first. And now, guess what? Jalen Brunson is the best player, and the Knicks fans kept the receipts. Shout out to the Knicks, y'all doing well. Who did the Knicks not get? Donovan Mitchell didn't the Knicks like not get? Donovan Mitchell wanted to go to the Knicks. He's oh, from no, New York, mean, remember? Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's full circle how they ended up losing to uh, the Knicks. The Cavs end up losing to the Knicks. For him. That I'm person. just thinking about, uh, what was I thinking about? Stephen A? With Stephen A. I was thinking about when they drafted. They got, um. oh, they were supposed to get Zion, remember? But in the lottery, they got the third pick, so they <laughs> ended up getting. Uh, <laughs> RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett, but it was balling. I've been looking at Stephen A. do this shit for a minute. You know what, T? Uh, let's let's uh, end with movie suggestion. Okay, yeah. And um, definitely want to send prayers to uh, Jamie Foxx. His family just recently said to keep praying for him because we don't know what's going on. And I said, damn, you know what? This is kind of flying under people's radar because we know he's alive. Mm-hmm. But obviously something serious happened and something's not right. So in light of you know all of our thoughts and prayers for Jamie, we're doing a uh, movie suggestion week with it's Jamie Foxx movies. And I'll go first. Uh, My movie suggestion is um, Law Abiding Citizen, 2009, Jamie Foxx, Gerard Butler. One of my favorite Jamie Foxx movies in terms of, like, him not being on some funny shit, Mm -hmm. but, like, being on some serious shit. That movie is crazy. you never seen uh, Law Abiding Citizen? I think it's on HBO Max. It's on uh, Netflix. It is? No, it's not. It's on HBO Max, like I said. Um, But it's a great movie. It's My about Gerard Butler. It's all over Netflix, though. Nah, yeah, Gerard Butler gets locked up. It's it's a great movie. It's literally Bob one of the it's a black killed. classic. That's a classic, yeah. Black people all over the world love love love. Biden Biden. Biden. Yeah, we sure that did. That is a movie that we will sit and watch from the top to the mm-hmm. bottom of that joint. Viola Davis is in it. It's Viola Davis. Yeah. It's dope. I'm going to give to me what I think is one of Jamie Foxx's best acting performances. And y'all know this is going to be uh (laughs) biased, but like, I'm going to say, matter of fact, I'm going to give two. The first one is going to be Django Unchained, of course. Mm -hmm. To me, I think what he had to go through in that movie and the impact that he made on that character, when you look at the way it was written versus how it was done, of course he's in partnership with a good director, but like that's one of my favorite Jamie Jamie Foxx, like roles, like to me, I just think he just he kind of like took the he made me feel like he it was a real thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's one thing that Jamie Foxx do with his roles. The second movie that I would recommend Jamie Foxx is gonna be Ali. We don't we don't talked about it already. Oh, yeah, but like just another role where you just look at Jamie Foxx and you're like, damn, bro, can really transform and he just be looking just like Jamie Foxx, he's Jamie Foxx, but he can legit transformed. He's one of my favorite actors. Like that I grew up watching, like we grew up watching Jamie Foxx. When you think about it, Jamie Foxx show. The Jamie Foxx show, his stand-ups are great. Um he's he's, he's just, just a great great guy. Yeah. I hope that he pulls through cuz he is one of our legends that like yeah, he's he's to me he's a true legend. So I am yeah. glad that he they said that if the doctors didn't like want, didn't revive him that he would have died or something like that. Nah, yeah, and you know what? Like his condition and all of this stuff is being kept in secret and I get it. Because, you know, they're trying to do everything for themselves as family. But on that level, it's, it. I just hate that we have this new limbo that they've put us in. Because something was wrong, with, something would happen. We didn't know about it, you know what I'm saying? But then all of a sudden, now we know something happened, but it's just the family wants privacy, the family wants privacy, the family wants privacy now. And it's like, damn, I wish we didn't Which even know. Which I understand. Yeah, I do understand. They that. told you what happened. They told, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Ali and Django Unchained, both of those, uh, I think, are on Netflix. Django Unchained might be on something else. Oh, apparently Terrence, he just posted on Instagram. Jamie Jamie Foxx. He just posted on Instagram and put appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. Yeah. Turn up. Thank God. Shout out Jamie Foxx, man. I go comment. Love you, King. <laughs> Love you, King. <laughs> you got the uh, mm-hmm. what's the name? That's gonna be 150 episodes in the books. A lot of people can't say they did. You know why do people? Why do we always go for hate? Yeah, Yo, you do that. I'm be talking about people at uh, the culture. I don't know why people do that. Damn, It's Ridiculous. Look at him tripping. <laughs> Tour season. We up. 100.